So the ATF nominee guy, David Chipman, he is testifying before Congress and he doesn't even know how to define assault weapon. He was asked several times and he's like, uh, I can't answer that. No, it would take too long. And Tom Cotton's like, you, you want us to write legislation to ban these things and you don't know what it is. And he's like, it's, um, and then he said, any semi-auto rifle that takes something larger than a 22, which basically, he basically said all guns or he said all rifles. So this guy's getting roasted. We'll see if he actually gets nominated because, uh, or, I'm sorry, if he actually gets confirmed, he might not. And we got a bunch of other stories too. We got this, this Fauci thing, which is really crazy. And I feel like we're kind of, it's, 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 it's rough because we're kind of beating a dead horse, but it keeps escalating to the point where I think we're on the verge of a massive scandal. Fauci, there, there, there's this thing called the Fired Act, which is Fauci incompetence requires early dismissal or something like that. Brilliant, brilliant. They want to fire him. We'll see if that actually happens because Republicans don't have that much power in, uh, right now. And, uh, well, we'll get into this stuff, but I have to, I have to, uh, let you guys know who are, listen, who are watching live. Uh, the power went out because we got hit by a major storm. And because we here at Timcast IRL are smart, we have a bunch of backup batteries. They're amazing, beautiful little backup batteries. And, uh, we should be good. It's just really, really hot up here. And then, uh, you know, the power might come back on and then we'll run and plug everything back into the outlets or, uh, maybe the computer shuts off because we run out of juice and that's, that's, you can't win them all, can you? So we'll, uh, we'll have a good time. We'll chill. We got Jack Murphy's hanging out. Hey, I'm here before the power runs out. Let me get a plug in. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm Jack Murphy. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. We are approaching 50,000 subscribers. Ooh. Thank you very much, everybody. Really appreciate it. Great to be here. Someone on Twitter said it's their favorite night of the bye week. Mm-hmm. The Whatever bye that week. means. <laughs> I think in England they call it a fortnight. So yeah. here we are. This is every other Wednesday. Jack Murphy on Timcast IRL with... Ian Crossland. Yes. There we go. And I got my headset, my headlamp, just in case the lights go out. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we got a daylight flashlight, too. It's really, really powerful. Super bright. It's super dark. It was nuts. Like, we were up here. I got the AC going. I'm like, this is going to be great. You know, Jack's chilling. I'm like, we're, it's, we're in the highest point of the building, so it's like the temperature's dropping. And I'm like, yes. And then all of a sudden, the lights flicker, and I'm like, well, here we that go. That was hardcore, Boom. too. Out. The rain came yeah. hard and fast, and all the lights went out. So the power's out like all over, like all the gas stations are out. Yeah. It's just us, a little oasis of battery powered YouTube streaming deliciousness. That's right. Incredible. (laughs) This is 21st century info homesteading out in the wilderness, still able to broadcast to the universe on the grids you want, on off of the grids you want, off of. That is the dream. Now there's another, there's another possibility that the internet battery cuts out and then we're just gonna run it all through the phone. (laughs) Yes. All of this is going to get funneled down through one teeny tiny little phone and out there. Hmm, that's how you do the universe. I wish we could combine our phones to make a mega network. Like Captain <laughs> Planet. Mesh. Or mesh yeah. them somehow. Would yeah. you figure that out for me pretty okay, like, quick? Yeah, yeah. Get on go. top, right on yeah, top of that rose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I was driving in this storm. That was really fun. It was like driving through just buckets of water. People were putting their four ways on. And I was like, why are you stopping? If no one can see you, you are going to get hit by another car. So don't do that. Just keep moving. Keep your lights on. Anyway, yes. We're, we're on top of here. a mountain, basically. Yeah. Like, we're, we're fairly elevated, so, you know, we we're chilling. Survived. Cicadas are everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, my God. I've been, I, I, I went outside this, this morning for, in, like, 10 minutes, got, like, 30 or 40 of them. Wow. You're just walking up and going, doop, 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 just yep. knocking them into a jar. And we're, then I threw them in Chicken City. Woo! And, like, could you imagine being a cicada? Or, like, could you imagine, like, being in a jar with a bunch of people and someone throws you into a room full of gigantic chickens and they just start like like slamming their faces into you. 17 years for this. I know. 
<laughs> my dog has eaten so many of them. She's just barfing like crazy. Oh, wow. I can't Jeez. stop her, dude. Wow. She just like she just keeps eating them, eating them, and eating. She wants to play with them. As soon as oh. they're dead, she just eats them, moves on to the next. Oh, what kind of dog gosh. is it? It is a pit bull. Yeah. Beautiful little pit bull. Oh, you should bring her up sometimes. Somebody, somebody was like, "It's the it's the one month where you don't got to buy chicken food." <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, "It's crazy." Like, like we went out several times. We probably got a hundred cicadas in in the span of twenty thirty minutes. Wow. You just drop them in. It got to the point where the chicken stopped eating them. I was like, "Man, they're full." And there was like just the cicadas, like like because they peck them on, bash them with their faces, right? So the cicadas weren't going anywhere. But then like eventually they're just like, "I'm I'm done, man." It's like going to Old Country Buffet and you yeah. load up on mac and cheese. <laughs> You're just like, dude, I can't eat anymore. I know the food's there, but it's just carcasses <laughs> it's so, everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's so <laughs> weird how being extremely hungry is such a, a horrible thing. But then if you can eat a lot really fast, you can't eat anymore. All the chickens were uncomfortably full. Yeah. <laughs> Where were the cicadas? Were they like on the walls or on the on the, the they're on, on, on plants and like tree branches? Oh. And so I'm just walking up with a jar and going whap and just like bopping them into the jar. And then they're real dumb, so they're just like bouncing around in the jar. They don't even try to leave. You know, like the stink bugs at least will like kamikaze. They just like jump off the wall and fall to the ground like, ah, I got to escape. 17 <laughs> years in the dirt, dude. 17 years. Jeez. That's crazy. But they sit underground. They're just underground yeah. just waiting. Tree roots. Whoa. Yeah. And then they, seven. Have you seen the holes in the ground? Not. No, they're, yeah. They're like this big. It's crazy. Your neck, so that's them crawling out of crawling the Crawling out of the Yikes. holes. Yeah. They're everywhere. There's holes like all yeah, over And they're the like perfectly oh. circular. And there's like a mound of dirt on top of it. Like that gets pushed out like an anthill sometimes. Huh. It's crazy. Whoa. Yeah. It's great. There's been cicadas all over my cicada. I was going to say. Cicada cast. Somebody. I saw someone post on Facebook. It was really funny. They're like, can anyone explain to me what's going on? I hear like alarms going off. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, come on, dude. Do you not really? Well, how about we talk about stuff? I thought that's what it was. Oh, ATF. Don't forget, go to TimCast.com. Hopefully, the power will return at some point during the show, and we'll all go, yay, and then we'll return the, the uh, plugs to the outlets, and then we'll have a bonus segment. Ooh. Bonus. I, I, I think we've got enough juice. We have like six of these batteries. They're amazing batteries. Yeah, I love like, these things. Yeah, we, I was even running the AC off of it for about 40 minutes. It, ha- it had about 40 minutes fully charged, and that's that's pretty intense. I got some fans running right now. But anyway, go to TimCast.com, become a member, because <laughs> you can get access to our members-only se- uh, area. But when you become a member, that, that, that funding you provide, that, that 10, 25 bucks a month, whatever you give, we're, we're using it to expand, to hire more people. And we want to make something that rivals all of these big networks. We want to be bigger than Disney. And if we're going to do that, we need, we need people to support. So it's not just that you get access to the members only area. It's that you're helping build one of the next big networks. We're going to do mini docs. We're going to do full documentaries. We're already, I've already spoken with someone about funding a TV show, some fiction, some scripted and some podcasts. We got paranormal podcasts. We got some political podcasts all in good time with your support. Let's talk about the news, man. We got this story from the Daily Mail. Republicans tear into Biden's ATF pick for bungling definition of assault rifles, dodging questions about Hunter Biden lying on his background check and comparing gun owners to Tiger King in car crash Senate appearance. Oh, yeah. David Chipman was confronted by Republican senators during his confirmation hearing. They excoriated the nominee on his definition of assault weapons, refusing to commit to investigating Hunter Biden and comparing gun owners to Tiger King. Chipman deflected before saying an assault weapon is, quote, any semi-automatic rifle capable of accepting a detachable magazine above the caliber of 22. That is one of the most insane things I've ever seen. This would include a 223, which is, you know, largely the AR-15 round. I would say 556, but, you know, Senator Lee brought up Chipman's April 2020 comments mocking first-time gun owners in the midst of a panic at the onset of the coronavirus pandemic. Said at the time, quote, they might think that they're diehard ready to go, but unfortunately they're more like Tiger King putting their family in danger. 
this is what I imagine like Darth Vader would sound like, you know, the Empire in Star Wars. Give up your weapons, you morons. And then, you know, just taking them all away so that people can't defend themselves. I think that they're going to do everything that they can to get every kind of weapon that they can. That's why the guy's not using any definitions. He wants to leave the door wide open as possible. But at the same time, what happened in Texas recently? Constitutional carry. Constitutional carry. Did I read it was state number 21 or 22 or something like that? I mean, that is growing. That's a trend I can get behind. Did you know in the 80s we had less gun rights? Did we really? Yeah, that's crazy. I was I was uh, I was researching the uh, constitutional carry. It used to be in in the eighties. Most states were May issue for concealed carry. That means they could deny you. Then sta- many states, most states are shall issue, meaning they can make it difficult, but they have to give you the right to keep and bear arms. There's a lot of Supreme Court rulings on this. There's a few jurisdictions, but I think Maryland is the only uh, uh, May issue state right now. My favorite thing about it though is they have this map of the country. And it says, there's a color code. It's like, green means constitutional carry, and there's tons of states. It means you can walk into West Virginia, just have a gun, just walk around. You can't brandish it at people, obviously, but you can, like, walk around with big guns and do whatever you want. Well, do whatever you want figuratively. I don't mean literally do whatever you want. I mean, you can, like, walk around and do things like go to the store and unless someone, you know, complains. Then you got the blue states. This, the color code says blue, shall issue. Then you have the yellow, may issue, and then the red, red. So, so I think uh, Hawaii and New Jersey are red and it says may issue parentheses in practice won't issue so places like new jersey i remember because we we were there we were in the philly suburbs you try to apply for a gun and they'll say what do you need a gun for isn't that what heller in dc was all about because that used to be the application in dc used to be explain your reasons for needing a concealed carry now it's like if you want to tell us you can tell us but they, they can't use it as a condition anymore. I thought that was a Supreme Court decision. Shouldn't it have struck down those ones in New Jersey and Hawaii in that case? I don't know. They, they, they act like they're May issue, but they're no issue. Yeah. So, so I went to, maybe that's it. Maybe they're like, oh, okay, we're May issue. We're not, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna issue, but they don't. Mm-hmm. So right, right. I was told by everybody, you know, in Maryland and New Jersey, you basically will say, here's my reason for needing it. Oh, I deal with large transactions. I run a business. I'm high profile. Maryland apparently will say, okay. New Jersey apparently will be like, nah, can't do it. You can't even pump your own gas in New Jersey. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got you, you, you pull up and they do it for you. So if you were like, I want to defend myself against potentially tyrannical government, they'll, they won't give you a gun? Yeah, yeah I'm pretty not. sure that probably not. You, you, <laughs> if, you, if you say, like, exercising my Second Amendment rights, they tell you goodbye. What Later. the heck? Yeah, dude. But this is, this is the crazy thing. Uh, uh, this ATF guy, it's, it's interesting we see these stories, the stupidity of this man. And the, the the sheer like, what's the right word? Villainous. I mean, mm-hmm. the guy looks evil. He looks like a, a, if, if I was if I was casting a Star Wars movie, I'd be like, that's the Emperor guy. Like that's going to be working for the Empire. The way he looks, the way he talks, the duplicitousness, the the, per, the permanent frown it's on the sides of his mouth are like downward, like Mitch McConnell. Some people yeah. have that, and it's he needs a mustache though so he can twirl it while he's doing these things. I'll take all their guns. <laughs> I definitely, uh, as I encounter more and more people and have greater life experience, I come to understand that IQ and intelligence is definitely on a curve. There's a distribution of all these things. There's plenty of stupid people out there. I'm afraid to continue to apply stupidity to what is actually malice. Right. That guy knows what he thinks an assault rifle is. Yeah, but he won't say it. Right. Like you said. Right. He's not being stupid. He's actually being very calculating and smart about it. There was a, there was one point, I think like two years ago, where they said an assault weapon was any weapon that, that was semi-auto and took a detachable magazine. (laughs) So look what he's saying, right? 
Did he say he said he said rifle in this instance? So he's not talking about handguns. But they actually included in one of their one of the Democrats included in one of their bills that handguns would be an assault weapon, like a Glock 17. I remember I went down to the, the March for Our Lives and I asked people. They were like ban assault weapons, and I said, "Do you know the definition of an assault weapon?" Like honest question. I'm just doing interviews, and they were like, "Yeah, you know, like the, like the AR-15, these rifles." And I said, "Are you aware that current legislation proposed by Democrats would ban a Glock 17?" And they'd say, "Oh, what is is that? That's the handgun." I'm like, "That's what police use. I, I believe police use a Glock 17. It's, it's a very common handgun." And they were like, "No, no, that's 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 not right." And I'm like, "Well, that's what you're advocating for right now." I saw one lady only a sign that said, "Ban assault rifles." And I was like, what do you mean by a ban assault rifles? And she's like, I don't think assault rifles should be, you know, people should be able to go and just like buy them. And I was like, but they can't. It's like they're NF, they're, they're heavily restricted NFA items. It's already, you know, possible to get. They don't, they don't really make them anymore. She didn't know anything about it. So she just like folded up her. She's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't realize, you know, she, you disrupted the protest by your like journalism, actual, just regular questions. It's yeah, Socratic of course. Method. I mean, look, obviously when you go to these protests for gun stuff, I think most people are, 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 they know these people have no idea what they're talking about. And so you can approach these people like, Hey, you're really dumb. Tell me why you're so dumb and, and look stupid for the camera. But I didn't, I'm not going to do that. I was just like, I noticed you wanted to ban assault rifles. Well, uh, I'm curious. The, the National Firearms Act basically banned all assault rifles as defined, you know, by, by the, the ATF select fire rifles, however you want to describe it. So these are basically heavily restricted and you typically don't find them in gun shops at all anymore. So I'm not sure, like, do you, did you want to get rid of the, the, the uh, grandfathered in NFA items? And they're just like, they have no idea. They have no totally idea. Confused. Well, most people don't know anything. Most people are ignorant. There was a rationality to being ignorant in the sense that you could have no impact on these outcomes. And then the impact on you is usually going to be very small. Unfortunately, the government reach and their the creep into every aspect of our life and everything has gotten so great that that ira- that rationally ignorant balance I feel like is getting out of whack. You need to know no more. It will affect your life in a way that it didn't affect you, and you need to be able to take action. What's interesting? Increasing constitutional carry states. It the, the choices are very clear now. Like I'm going to Miami next week. I can't wait. The free state of Florida. Yeah. Are they constitutional carry? Uh, I, don't I don't think so. I don't, I don't they know. They passed that social media thing. They passed social media thing. It's totally wide open. It's going to be a great time. I'm I'm so excited about going and getting out of D.C. But my point is, is that like people are moving. I know a lot of people that have moved. People that are migrating. People that are literally taking their lives and putting them in the place where they're going to have representation that meets with their desires and their expectations. And John Robb, a great military strategist and analyst, uh, uh, he's talking very regularly. And Mike Anton as well from Claremont uh, and Hinsdale, Hillsdale talking very clearly right now about, like, maybe we should be resorting the states. Maybe we should be moving counties from one state to another. Maybe yeah. we should be going eastern Oregon, joining greater Idaho. Maybe southwestern and western Virginia joining West Virginia. I'm sure there's but, a number of but options this is like hyper, that. this is hyper-hyper-polarization. So, yeah, people are moving, and, and we see in northern Colorado, in northern California, in eastern Oregon, they want to move their Je- counties to other Jefferson states. State, the state of Jefferson is state one proposal, or greater, greater Idaho is, yeah. would, would incorporate that as well. Then you have the one county in northern Colorado that wants to join, I think, what is it, Wyoming? Yeah. Because of, like, cattle ranching and stuff. That just That's just hyperpolarization. You but know, there's precedent, though. This has happened before. Massachusetts used to be all of New England, practically, and how many states are up there now? The uh, the there was one other instance Um West Virginia and Virginia, for example, now the Civil War. It was pre. Right. right, right. Well, no, no, no. It was the Civil War. 
So as the Civil War was kicking off, West Virginia, Western Virginia was like, nah, we ain't, we don't want to be a part of that. So West Virginia was North and Virginia was South. Split the, split the state in half. Rearranging, rearranging counties among states don't, I don't think would take constitutional uh, amendment or, or I don't, even federal approval based on the article that I read from Michael Anton and, uh, just the other day. I don't think that matters. Why not? I think if a county says we hereby decide that oh. we, the people, choose different governance, the United States should o- oblige. They should they should oblige, but there are rules to joining the union, and I think one of them is that you can't just make whole you know states out of nothing. So no, this, no, no, no. Right, right. So this, joining is just, Idaho. this is just specifically about rearranging counties into existing states. I encourage that. Why not? It's happened before. Yeah. Representation of the people that you want. There's no reconciling these issues that we have. These are fundamentally opposed, diametrically opposed, irreconcilable philosophies and ideologies. And that that will precipitate full on hot civil war or or union collapse. So right now, Oregon, there the eastern eastern Oregon is not being represented by Portland and Eugene, right? right. And and I guess <laughs> is Vancouver part of uh, uh, Oregon? It's like uh, north of Portland. No, or that, that's north of Seattle. Vancouver's in Washington. No, 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 no. There's a there's a Vancouver in uh, Washington and in Canada. Oh, it's Washington. I'm thinking of mm-hmm. Seattle. Yeah, okay. just north of Seattle. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. I oh, believe, wow. I don't know, we're only live on the air with hundreds of thousands of people. <laughs> yeah, I could be wrong. Wouldn't be the first cop shop there. <laughs> this is, I feel yeah. the same way about Jersey is that like all this Jersey legislation is basically Newark and like Jersey City. They're, it's representing uh-huh. New York, the New York suburb. Oh, and oh, oh, all the rest of New Jersey is getting hit with this ridiculous legislation. It, it is Washington, but it's just north of Portland. So we were both right. Oh. Yeah. Vancouver, Washington is just north uh, of Portland. So, but anyway, how often does that these, are, these it's, it's, it's very similar. It's basically the same metro. So, but, but it's not Oregon. So these eastern counties are not being represented. So they say, we want to join Idaho where we will be. Well, at the very least, there's some political pressure, right? Very little, but some. So the, the politicians that come out of, you know, Eastern Oregon still are like, well, we can't do absolutely anything we want because we have some pushback from Eastern Oregon, but for the most part, they're powerless to stop us. You get rid of them and they're going to say, now we're completely unrestrained and have no reason to do any compromise at all, period, for any reason. It's possible. They'd also have less electoral power. Mm. They, why would they have less electoral power? Well, if we're, we're not talking about oh, blue right, right, counties right. adding themselves to blue states, we're talking about red counties. Democrats would never win again. Democrats are, we're talking about red counties subtracting themselves from blue states and adding them to red states, which would increase the electoral power of the red state, decrease yep. the electoral power of the blue state, which means they'll never let it happen. If the Democrats have any power about it, they'll never let it happen. Although, all of a sudden, I've been struck by some great compromise that's going to involve greater Idaho, Jefferson State. Uh, a greater West Virginia, a District of Columbia state, Puerto Rico is a state. This is the way that politics gets done. Negotiation, compromise. Mm, Who knows? Yeah. Maybe that maybe that maybe that comes down the road. But that would be uh an artifact of a functioning why, republic why, with negotiations why and would, compromise. <laughs> why would the, the wealthy elites in Oregon give up their serfs? Well, right. No. It would have to it's not <laughs> they won't. This is gonna be the issue, right? Yeah, it's yeah. normally a ground up movement. So perhaps the reason you get uh, the Democrat establishment and look very much so many of the neocons who want guns banned. Oh, but, you know, I'm a conservative, but reasonable gun control. I'm a hunter. I don't think we should have AR-15s when I served in the Marines. You know, that one guy, that Marine guy on, on, on uh, uh, 
Twitter who was like an HR administrator and then says, this is the weapon issued to me, a weapon of war. And it's like, bro, bro, calm down. Like you, you did HR. Okay. I, I respect it, you know, because we, you know, serving is serving, but you need humans. M16s, not AR15s. You need to calm down. And so, but you know, they, they very much want to take weapons away because then it's a steamroll. Yeah. Then it's a steamroll. So this is interesting. Uh, there was a meme posted. Where somebody, you know, some lefty, some Democrat was like, nobody's coming to take your guns, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, they already did. What are you talking about? Literally already did. So I, I, I so when you live on the border of when, when you're between three states, Virginia, West Virginia and Maryland, you know all about how they've taken your guns away. Because I, I go to I go to the gun shop. Crowder, uh, for instance, sends me the SIG M400. You can't bring it to Maryland. It's not legal. So if you live in Maryland, you literally cannot buy a bunch of regular guns, not even crazy guns. There's just random things that are banned, and you're like, I don't know why, but they've banned them already. Now, what they're not doing is taking them from you. The problem is what they do is they'll they'll ban it and then say, if you've owned it before this date, you're good. You know the problem with that is? Sheriff, deputy shows up to your house. Uh, the, uh, you got an M1A. Well, I've owned it for, I don't know, it's illegal, man. Yes, but the law says, I don't care, man, you're under arrest. Give me your weapon. You think these guys know anything about what that means, what the law is? No, it's an affirmative defense, meaning after they take your weapon and charge you with a felony for having an assault weapon, you can then go to court and make your and plead to the judge, please. I, I, I had it before 2013. Do you have a receipt? It's it's been almost it's been eight years. I don't, I don't have a receipt for this. Lock them up. So keep your receipts and then go to the gun store and get copies of your receipts if this you don't is, have it anymore. But, but think about the game they're playing. Oh, it's it's meant to obstruct as much as possible. So now, you know what this dude said, this ATF guy? He was like, I, 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 he mentioned to uh, Marsha, uh, I think it was Marsha Blackburn, that we should make all, all rifles NFA items. Like, there you go. That solves the problem. The same guy said that? Yeah. This so, is the so, problem with ignorance, man. No, it's not ignorance. No, it's no, malevolence. The people that are ignorant in the United States that are witnessing this are not, they don't realize how dangerous and idiotic this guy sounds and seems to be acting. You mean evil? Yeah. If he's, mm-hmm. he's feigning ignorance, that's evil. But if he's, to an, if to he's an ex- actually ignorant, it's just dangerous idiocy. To an, to an extent, uh, for, uh, but, but let me clarify, too, for those that don't understand the National Firearms Act. Basically, they, 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 continue, they regularly put items on this list. It takes you like nine months on average, depending on who you ask, say six, to, six months to a year to be able to buy one. Hmm. Suppressors, for instance, these are NFA items. You want to get one? Takes a really long time. So I'm, I'm in, the pro- in the process of buying some, and it's been, I think, like three weeks and so now I've got to wait for like an ATF transfer from FFL to FFL. Then I've got to get the paperwork and to start the process. So this is an extended process because of shipping, which will take just over a year to get. And what people need to understand, first, silencers are not real. Like there's nothing you put on a gun. It goes pew, pew, pew. Mm-hmm. Suppressors drop the, the sound s- s- enough to where if you're outside, you, you'd probably be okay without wearing ear protection, but you still want to wear ear protection. It just reduces recoil. It makes it safer. You know, you, I, I talked to a bunch of instructors and, the, and, and a lot of uh, uh, experts and competitive shooters, and they're like, it definitely makes it safer. It makes it, the, the recoil is better. And for you in your home, wanting to defend your home, people, people need to realize this. You're sitting outside, you're, you're, you're sleeping in your bed. You hear glass shatter in your house. So you grab, you know, your handgun or whatever. You fire that in your house without ear protection. What are you going to do? You wake up in the middle of the night, someone breaks in your house, you grab your shotgun, and then you grab your ear pro and your eye pro, and then you're like, good to go. No, you're going to grab it and be like, boom, and everyone's ears are going to go, ah. You get suppressors and it makes it better, better. Well, these are, these are NFA items. Why? Because people are dumb. Cause they see movies where the guy goes, pew, 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 and then everyone's like, I didn't hear a thing. And then people believe movies. Tools of assassination. They, they believe movies. 
They, like, man, you don't want to be in a room like it's, when a gun goes off. Your ears are going to be ringing. You're going to be like, ah, I can't hear anymore. But people watch movies, and, they, they, and they, they pass laws based on movies. And I think that's a really good uh, description of Democrats. We were talking with uh, – <laughs> We were talking with, you know, we had Scott Horton on the show the other day. And after the show, you know, we're hanging out. We had a mini ramp session. It was pretty sick. I did a kickflip pivot. It was awesome. Uh, we were talking about the policies of the Democratic establishment. And I think Andreas was saying, like, they're centrists. Or he mentioned that. And I was like, dude, they're not centrists. And he was saying, Scott was saying, I think they are. They're like corporatists. And I'm like, dude, Hillary Clinton, no politics. She says things that she thinks will get her elected. Whatever she has to say. There's no ideology in there. Now, there's leftists who are like, we must have this and we must have the, you know, universal health care and, and, and cooperative economics. Then you have the right wing where they're like, you know, free market is better and individual responsibility. These are people who believe in things left or right economically, traditional versus progressive. Then you have the establishment Democrats who are like, what do I have to say to attract the largest group of people to vote for me? I'll say that. OK, there's no there's no ideology there. There's no that's not centrist. Simply being like, I'll say whatever I have to say is not centrism. A centrist is someone who's like, conservatives got a good point about, you know, individualism. But I do think the left makes a good point that we can't have people just dying in the street. Like, how do we how do we solve for that? Centrists are just like, you know, kind of saying, like, yeah, let's got some good ideas. Right. Got some good ideas. There were centrists. There were. And our political differences were about policy because both the Democrats and the Republicans came with an appreciation of the Constitution. I thought maybe my history is a little shaky probably look into it and it probably wasn't as rosy as you might expect but it seems to me now though that like we said earlier irreconcilable first principles of these ideologies now that make a center impossible what is it is it the war is it like some people are okay with with conquest and some people aren't uh, there there's like it, it's not a left or right there's another there's a, so this is, this is what i'm thinking it's it's not left and right anymore i know the political compass is authoritarian libertarian economic left economic right but the, Demo- the, the, the neolibs and the neocons are not left or right. They're not. No, they're the corporate uniparty. And they don't, have, they, they don't care for, for uh, uh, any kind of ideological agenda. They don't care about a free market. They'll support the free market insofar as it gives them power. They don't care about regulation. They'll support regulation insofar as it gives them power. They want to blow up people. They want to blow up kids. Why? Because they can sell weapons to the highest bidder. They can build oil pipelines. They can dominate different regions and get more power. Adventure has its own style. It's made of tall trees, unpaved trails, and at the center, the most capable Subaru Forester yet, the 2024 Subaru Forester Wilderness. It comes with 9.2 inches of ground clearance paired with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and advanced dual-function X mode. Discover adventure on a deeper level, the 2024 Subaru Forester Wilderness. To explore all you can do with the rugged Subaru Wilderness family of vehicles, visit Subaru.com slash wilderness. They're like fascists, you know, to varying degrees. But it, it, it's it's not, not even necessarily fascism because there's no underlying ideology other than give me more. I want. So yeah. you've got leftists who I disagree with, but at least they believe things, wrong things, things you can actually point to. The establishment doesn't care. They'll say whatever they have to, they have to say. I think that somebody might argue that greed is in itself an artifact of free market capitalism. Right. Like there's varying levels of greed, greed or desire or want to acquire resources. Uh, we want to acquire resources to sustain our families and have some luxury time and take vacations and retire early and enjoy our lives. Hopefully a little bit more than that. It's it's just I think the same scale to think 
from that, I want to be able to do whatever I, I can do, and then you know more power, more money, more power, more money. I was just studying the the Celts. So oh. I'm sorry, just self centered greed in and of itself is isn't it Adam Smith saying this is the the key to everything that we've got going on in a liberal open economic system. Let's. Look, look, I, I have a good example of this in our, for our next story. Check this out. So Fox News, Democrats are getting increasingly nervous about woke culture. Analysts say James Carville says wokeness is a problem and everyone knows it. Interesting, James. I didn't see him you know, coming out and speaking about this before the election. Why? Say whatever they have to say to gain power. Now that they realize there's a competing power hungry fascistic ideology, now they're worried about it. But many of these woke leftists align themselves with neocons and neolibs because orange man bad. Many, many leftists, democratic socialists also align themselves. What a truly powerful coalition of people who have no business supporting each other just because they hated Trump. They were able to form that alliance. Now Trump is gone. Now it's all falling apart. But but the wokeness is uh, uh, a very, very real problem for Democrats because it's starting to supplant the establishment. They're forced to adopt a lot of this nonsense, a lot of this ridiculous rhetoric and Joe Biden is the epitome, epitome of old white man. Somehow they got the woke to vote for him, but now they're recognizing it's going to cause them increasing, increasing problems moving forward with, with uh, these elections. Joe Biden's always been woke. Joe Biden is the one that kicked off the Title IX reform that stripped away due process for men and people, anyone accused of harassment on, on campus because he believed the SJWs who went in there crying about rape crisis, rape one in four, one in four. Whoop, whoop. It was Joe Biden himself who pushed the 2011 thing, which really opened up the floodgates for all this woke crap to get into for all the administrative elements of uh, our universities. From there, they trained all of these students who went into the corporations, and now they're transforming the corporations. So really, Joe Biden has been the avatar of woke, the leader of woke, the biggest <laughs> enabler of woke since as far back as I can remember in the early parts of the Obama administration, which is totally ironic given his past comments and his beliefs about segregation in schools and all these things. It's, it's interesting, but he's always been a tool for them. And man, it's guys like Andrew Sullivan, man, that burns me up. I know because Andrew Sullivan correctly identifies the problem with woke. He understands critical race theory is a problem. He understands the racism. He understands how it turns into anti-Semitism. He didn't care. All he wanted to do was get rid of Trump. Yep. He did not care. He is supposed to be somebody with some sense of reason, like a sane voice out there. At least that's how I remember him when I was a kid and I wasn't too politically informed, but I would watch him on Bill Maher and I'd be like, well, he's the conservative one and I like him better than all the rest of them. So I remember him and I remember him writing an article in 2000 about testosterone replacement therapy where he acknowledges the power of hormones in driving personality and behavior and expression of self, etc. So he understands and has known for a long time, but he was unwilling to stand up for it. He was willing to support and advocate for Joe Biden to accept the wokeness simply to get rid of Donald Trump. And for that, man, just sacrifice mm. everybody, burn it down because this guy's got mean tweets, mean tweets. Good there, policies, there go. good policies, but mean tweets. Mm. Oh, but mean tweets, man. I know. Hey. Come, what am I, I going to tell my kids? You know, he, he tweeted that that lady was a horse face. A yeah. horse fed horse. That was funny, actually. And Rosie O'Donnell wasn't that bad. Woody on you, period. Oh, gosh. <laughs> he, called, he called Stormy horse face. He tweeted that, right? He did. Wow. He did. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. 
Not but, the, but you know, mean tweets, mean tweets, bad. But hey, like what? Double the amount of kids kept in cages on the border right now. How much is care. the increase? The surge of people who are from streaming across the border. It's 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 the literally the SpongeBob meme, meme dude. Where Patrick and SpongeBob are like <laughs> the, the city's on fire, and Pat and, and SpongeBob's like, we did it. We saved the city. That's that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. They 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 Trump represented something. I, I, you know, it was it was a clever play by the establishment. They they did it. There was a combination of milking media and uh, the Democrats being like, we want to win, so we'll, we'll do whatever we have to do. And it started before he even took office. The oh, yeah, it was nuts. It was nuts. Yeah, oh, the, the campaign, campaign to so, get uh, him out of office the Russia started stuff before he got in office. Yeah. So, so I, I wanted to mention, I saw this really funny video from Babylon B where it's a bunch of Klan members, and they're discussing, like, how, like, hey, are the media saying, like, you know, racism is back in, so, like, it's time to get back into the game. And then one of them is like, no, 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 no you don't got to do anything anymore. You're, you're a white male. Just literally just be and you're racist. You're, you're, you're good. And then he, the, the, the leader of the dragon, he's like, he's like, what, what do you mean? He's like, no, I want things. And then he, he starts naming things and they're like, yeah, but that's not racist anymore to, to say this. So he was like, what about segregation? They're like, no, no, no. The left says that's good huh. now. So it ends with this clan member like going to a university and demanding segregated water fountains. And then a woke guy walks up and goes, that's really forward thinking, man. I respect that. <laughs> That's what, that's it. That's like, <laughs> that's where we are. That's where we are. I saw an interview with uh, Christopher Rufo on, uh, oh, some, Mark Lamont Hill oh, on yeah. Lamont Hill. I saw that. Okay. And Lamont Hill tried to Mark, right? Whatever. Yeah. He tried to back bait. and bait Rufo into answering a question that would have, would have broken his frame. And the question it was like, well, can you say anything nice about white people? Well, no, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Rufo said that this critical race theory is 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 attacking what they describe as whiteness, saying it's a very negative thing. We shouldn't be doing that. Yes. And then he said, oh, OK, if 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 uh, if you think they're saying it's a negative thing, then what's one thing you like about being a white man? Right. And Rufo said, I you know, I, I don't see it that way. I, I don't agree with that. And so then he goes, no, 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 just humor me. Just humor me. And then Rufo said, I reject the premise. Yep. Of, of your claims about so whiteness. Great. And I want you to treat me like an individual as much as, you know, I would treat you. And then he tweeted something. Rufo tweeted something that was brilliant. He responded to Mark Lamont Hill saying, you and I have substantially more in common, the same language, the same country, much, you know, uh, uh, like similar income level and class, more so than I would have in common with a Swedish farmer and more so than you would have with a Nigerian farmer. That's that That was an amazing point that he made about wokeness and critical race theory that I think most of us already realize. Right. It's obvious. Right. Because of what they're not, they're not attacking whiteness. They're just calling it that. They're just attacking American culture, period. That's yes, it. Yeah. My favorite thing was like, what, what, did, what, did, what did Rufo say? He said, okay, well, if I have to, you know, use critical race theory, then perhaps being on time and working hard and then a bunch of people on Twitter, like no one defines whiteness that way. I saw, I was yeah. right there on all that. And so this, this is as really produced. They do though. In, in, they in, do though. They do define that. That's exactly how they define it. Oh, there's absolutely no question that white supremacy, white dominance culture is defined by punctuality, reliance on data, self-reliance, individualism, rugged individualism, objectivity, science, uh, all kinds of things, right? A, a desire to be safe. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but it brings up an interesting point. Um, Chris, you know, I love you, Chris. I've had Chris on the show a number of times. He's a tremendous guy. He's great. He, he has a, he has a, a role that he's playing. He's incredibly effective and he's got huge amounts of change. 
I am a little bit different than him. I might have actually doubled down when they asked that question. I would have been like, hell yeah, I love a million things about being white. I love being on time. I love being myself. I love taking care of myself and being responsible for everything about me and not needing handouts or whatever. Yeah, but that's not racial marriage. That's not going to work because the, the, the general audience doesn't know anything about it. So if you come out Indeed. as this, you know... Indeed, they don't know anything about it. They also didn't know anything about it when Chris answered the way he did. At least the way that I would have done it is, is a very t- tried and proven technique called agree and amplify. He didn't when me- someone asks you a question that's clearly meant to be provocative or to challenge you, the only response is to take what they're accusing you of and just come back and say, yes, times 10. So what I would do is I would pull up the African American Heritage Museum and I would say, well... Not that I agree with your view, uh, Mark, which I believe is a white supremacist worldview, but I did pull up this article from the African American Heritage Museum, which says oh, yeah. that being on time is a trait of whiteness. Yeah. See, I reject that premise, but based on your, you want me to humor your ideology, your white supremacist ideology. Oh, I would agree with you on that, I suppose, that being on time is a good thing. I would, however, disagree that it's whiteness to be on time because I'm pretty sure you are on time. That's for show. the funniest part of all, right? Is like that guy. Is punctual, takes care of himself, doesn't want a handout, doesn't want anybody to help him. He believes in the power of personal effort and responsibility and data. You don't think that guy's looking at ratings? Jeez mm-hmm. Louise. Right. So the whole thing is absurd. And it's like, I'm ready just to agree and amplify now. Today on Twitter, I was like, CRT is absolutely right, man. This white culture, this is what it is. And it's great. And it's the best culture that it is. And look what it's created. And here we are. I agree. It's, CRT. it's, 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 look. Just Google search critical theory. Oh, I know. And this thing that you referenced about the American, African American Heritage Museum, the last thing on that, they took it down, right? Because it was so insane that the- It was like a clan, like a clan member. It it. it was insane that our federal tax money paid for this thing and was publicly posted by the government where- Since the 90s. Where the last thing about anti-racist is, I yield positions of power to people of color. That is what they want, specifically in the literature. You white person, yield your position to you person of color. Why? To take care of history and all these terrible things and blah, 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 blah. And because you've got your power and you don't, so you have to get out of the way. That's what they're teaching your kids. That's what they're teaching your children in school. I mean, it's... A, it's it's Step aside. It's well you beyond want your parents, race. Do you want your children to be told to yield positions of power that they may have earned through hard work and dedication? I'm getting hot. It's well beyond race, though. It, it, this, is, this is one of the issues I have with the constant saying critical race theory over and over again, is that critical theory is much larger than that. Right. It's, it's, it, it, it encompasses science. They say science isn't real. So we say critical race theory. We say critical race theorists believe this. No, no, no critical theorists believe this. And it, it's, it's much, much more than just race. Right. They, t- they tell your kids that two plus two equals five. Yeah. What are they going to do? Now that it's becoming evident that they actually are the institutional power, they're going to have to eject half of their philosophical background because no. it's specifically about attacking people in power. No, 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 they don't. They, so they, they, they don't because they come out, they say it, and cowards, regular Americans are, who are cowards just accept it even though they know they have institutional power. Come on, Hollywood is not pressed. Hollywood's opinions. The Democrats are not oppressed. No, 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 you're missing my point. I'm talking about the philosophical underpinning, the references. Has always been re- a lie. Always been a lie. 
So okay. when they come out and they say we're still oppressed, oh, come on. They were claiming Donald Trump is the power structure of this country. Just Donald Trump, whose own staff, he had, he had hired people who hated him. John Bolton hated him. He hired a bunch of idiots. He should have fired a bunch of other idiots. And he had no control over cultural institutions. So you had every news organization except Fox News, even sometimes Fox News. You had the Republican establishment opposed to him. You had the Democratic establishment, Hollywood. You had all the major corporations, and they claimed Trump was the power. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. We're talking about two different things. I told I totally, I, understand I understand you're saying the philosophy, but my point is yeah. they had the, they came out at a time when they already were the institutional authority in every respect uh-huh. and said, we're the marginalized. Uh-huh. Now there's been a slight change. A few seats have flipped in Congress and now they're still saying the same thing. Well, right. But, but this is, this is a 50 year process, right? So these changes about them actually taking over institutional control are really in like the eighth and ninth inning of this game that's already been going on for a long time. So all my whole, my only point here is that the hypocrisy that you're pointing out is just becoming a little bit more obvious and a little bit more evident and that when they use their philosophical studies and literature to justify what they're doing, they're actually going to have to eject part of the foundation that they've been using as justification for their actions, which is demonstration of the fact that it was all bullcrap in the first place. And we're going to see that, I think, moving forward. They don't have to eject the philosophy. Why? Okay. Why would they have to? I'm talking about the theorists and the people that the academics and the ones that write papers based on papers based on papers with references and such. But, but, but what I don't understand is that they've been lying the whole time. So what, why would they change anything? Good point. Don't know. They, 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 they control the colleges, the movies, the TV shows, the political establishment, the banking institutions. Now the Federal Reserve is woke. Numerous Federal Reserve banks are now embracing wokeness. Joe Biden is doing race-based repara- race-based recovery acts. I'll say reparations. They just flaunt it while still saying that the homeless white veteran sleeping in the gutter is the oppressor and Oprah Winfrey is oppressed. It's always been ludicrous on its face. It's just an excuse to manipulate the emotions of dumb people who don't pay attention. And you know what? I'll give a special shout out to Bill Burr, who exemplified this so perfectly when he was on the Joe Rogan experience and he was like, I'm not going to do this with you, Joe, sit here with you who has no medical degree and I have no medical medical degree talking about what we should do. I turn on the TV once every two weeks and I and I do what the TV says. Thank you. Yeah, he's, he's so, so smart. Disturbing. Did you see him on Conan a few days ago? No, he said some really, really obnoxious stuff. I don't remember. He exemplifies the problem. Mm. I don't care about this country. I don't care about this planet. I don't care about you. I'm just going to turn the TV on once every two weeks and do what it tells me to do. Talk about giving up your responsibility. Talk about being a wealthy dude extracting from the system and saying F you to all the hardworking people who are like, please help us. This The room's on fire. And he's like, I don't know. I come in once every two weeks and I do what the guy at the door yeah, tells me to do. He said he wished more people had died from COVID on Conan. What? And really? Conan was like, what? It was really disturbing. And he was like, yeah, you know, the stupid people. Like, like, it was really, really. He's allowed to make jokes. It wasn't. A, I mean, it wasn't funny. Whatever but, he was saying was ridiculous. You know, when, when, when he's when he's exemplifying one of the biggest problems of this country and that's regular people say i don't know i don't care i don't want to know and i don't want to care and then it's like okay then what do they do they punch each other in the parking lot over a can of beans they they there was a when the gas shortage hit a video of a guy of a guy punching a woman in the face bro you see this is, this is what happens when you ignore everything 
I was talking about this the other day, several times now with Fauci friends. I'll give you a good, I'll give you a good example. Fauci goes on the TV and he's like, you don't need to be wearing masks. You know, if you, it might protect you from a droplet or two. And then later, a few months later, he's like, oh, I lied on purpose because we wanted doctors to get it. And so my point was, if Fauci came out and said, just wear a scarf, people would have worn scarves, but he was worried doctors wouldn't get masks. But if people just wore scarves and masks, then the doctors would have not have needed as many masks. So the point is, because no one paid attention to what this moron was saying, they they ignored sound policy when you had when you had China buying up all the PPE. You had Fauci be like, no, don't do it. And then people died. And then the doctors now need more masks. If people were paying attention, they wouldn't be fighting each other in the parking lot for a can of beans or punching somebody for some toilet paper. Instead, they don't care. They don't accept their responsibility. And they just they just ignore it. And then we, we sit here watching the place burn down. It's like we're on the Titanic. It's sinking. Hmm. And we're like, yo, we need help. And they're like, nah, I'm good. Bill, imagine this. Your boat's sinking, right? You're on a big ship. It's filling with water. And you're like, you know what? It's a slow leak. It's getting faster. But if everybody bails water, we're going to make it. And then Bill Burr walks in and goes, look, I just walk in the room once every two weeks. And I look at the guy who's sitting in the in the captain's seat and just do what he tells me. And the guy in the captain's seat, Fauci, he's just saying random stuff. You don't even know what he's talking about. So this guy then goes, that's the attitude all these Americans have. We, we, we have seen with the culture war, with Gamergate, with critical race theory, we have all been watching this happen since the early 2010s, since the late, two, you know, you look at the data from Zach Goldberg and Alexis and, and LexisNexis, and you can see the, the massive explosion of critical race theory. And then we start, you know, ringing the bells and people say, shut up, I don't care. The media lies for sure yeah. and manipulates people, but it really comes down to this. If people just say, I'll turn the TV on once every two weeks and do what it tells me, then it doesn't matter what we know. These people keep voting for this stuff. I have friends who I want one friend of mine. He films himself walking with like a, fir, a POV shot of the ballot going to the mailbox saying, you've got to do what's right for this country and vote for Joe Biden. And when I said, what does that mean? Vote for Joe Biden. He's just like, well, you know, Trump's bad. Why is Trump bad? What policy? What are you talking about? He doesn't have any. He doesn't have any. He turns the TV on once every two weeks. They say orange man bad every time. So he says, okay, I'll go do what I have to do. Burn the country down and throw another another Molotov cocktail into our buildings, our capital buildings, our institutions, and then come and complain that me with the water, I'm the problem. It's they called the the plebeians, the plebeians. Is that what they were called in ancient Rome? I was just yeah. watching this this reconquest of the Roman Empire by uh, uh, what was that em- emperor's name? But anyway, he went around and and re- reconquered most of the empire that had been falling around 250 AD. Most of the people didn't care. The citizens of the cities, they just, they just changed their flag. They'd be like, oh, okay, a new, a new leader. Take the old flag down. But they didn't want to die. They didn't want to get conquered. They didn't want to get hurt. They just go along with it. That's like 98% of the people. I, I have, least. I have a lot of sympathy for people that don't have the luxury that we have of spending time figuring this stuff out every day. And it is. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. very common and totally reasonable for people to not have that much time to dedicate to processing, consuming information. 
And this is why we're in such a critically dire circumstance. Because most people don't even check in with the news because they can't because they're working hard and they're trying to figure out how to feed their three kids and deal with virtual school and go to work and deal with gas shortages and deal with Corona and all these things. It's hard enough. But it's getting to the point where the institutions are so corrupted that there's zero reason to trust. There was reason to trust. So we're at this part where there's like this uh, tectonic uh, pressure building where it's like oh it was okay to be ignorant and rationally ignorant over here because everything was okay and moving in this direction is it's lethal now to be rationally ignorant and it's kind of there's faults happening there's little faults happening sooner or later there's going to be an eruption if this thing turns out Wuhan Institute of Virology and Fauci's involved in advanced function or who know I don't know what I'm talking about the Gain point the point is is like if this if there's a real huge massive scale Scandal that comes out of this, it may wake some people up, but I still don't know how to solve the problem for the dual working family with multiple kids and 50 different after school activities and groupthink and just not having the luxury of time to dedicate. I deal with this with my ex-wife all the time because we're talking about all kinds of issues and she's like, well, how do you know? It's my job to know. I literally get paid every day to learn and figure this stuff out, break it down, synthesize it, and then explain it to people. It's my job. Let's, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky I'm, for that. Let's talk about the, the, the real-world ramifications for, for you and your loved ones. So uh, I, I, I agree with, with Jack. So uh, for those just, just tuning in, we were talking about you know people who don't pay attention to the news. And you, you made a good point that I've often brought up. It's not the job of the average person to focus on news and politics. A carpenter's job is to build and to help people live and be more comfortable. And HVAC, you know, employees, they're going to help you have your, your air functioning properly. <laughs> not, not watching the news. You know, we're sitting in a very hot room right now. <laughs> <Just saying. laughs> well, they, we dreams. got the HVAC yeah. guys working on it right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. So, uh, so here's the news. The trial of Kyle Rittenhouse over the deadly Wisconsin shootings slated to begin November 1st and last up to two weeks. Jeez. So it, it, we're, we're getting there. Jeez. This is a, a, an update, but there's a lot. Yeah. There's going to be riots. Dude. They're going to burn buildings down. Kyle Rednouse will get life in prison. I don't know for sure. I don't know for sure. You said it, you were so confident when you said it. But uh, uh, it's going to happen. I don't know. I said Kyle Rednouse will get life in prison. I don't know for sure. <laughs> Why do you think that? Do you think the media manipulation will push? Because it to regular again? people, unfortunately, too many of them are cowards. The, the, yeah, we, that's we, like we, the nature of humanity. Even, even during even during the revolution, a All large portion, history. a large portion, the plurality, the plebeians, opposed they called the revolution. Plebeians, like the, the lesser informed, <coughs> plebs, you know, the pleb animal the bodies that till the fields and carry the rocks for you. And that's why you have a republican government. That's why democracy, as doesn't defined work. by just mob rule, doesn't work. And that's what we have right now. The, yes. Republic, the republic is gone. So here's what's going to happen. They're going to do jury selection. So these people are going to be there, and they're going to be like, I don't want my house to burn down. I don't care about this kid. It's him or me. See, people used to have a sense of community and scruples, and they'd be like, I will not condemn this young man. I saw the evidence. Not anymore. You may, I think it's possible we get a hung, a hung jury. Maybe one person just says, no way. I'm not locking that kid up for this. That's self-defense. But I think there's a stronger possibility like we saw in Minneapolis. Come on. You had that lady who straight up said, 
I couldn't go through the riots. I didn't want to go through the riots again. They had to escort the jurors in the Chauvin trial into the building under armed guard with like SWAT team rifles because of the riots. These people knew exactly what they were doing. They said, I don't care. Lock them up. I'm not taking this one. Totally. You think the it, jurors it, in Rittenhouse are going are gonna, to are gonna disagree? They're going to save their own butts. Does that open that up to appeal, I believe? Uh, there's a bunch of grounds for appeal for Chauvin, but yeah. what does it really do? Grant him a new trial? Maybe. I, I don't think so. I mean, yeah. we've had, we've had, we had Andrew Bronco on, we've had other legal experts, and they've just said, it's not gonna. Dude, I watched Rittenhouse as live as you could possibly watch it without being there. Brandon G. and a few other guys, they were on the ground. Richie? Richie. But like, yeah. dude, I watched it as live as you could if, if, without being there. It seemed completely, completely obvious we've, to me. We've had, I think, the entire uh, Riot Squad crew that was on the ground yeah. here yeah. At, at different times talking about what happened. One of the biggest clips we've ever done was Richie McGinnis, the journalist who actually oh, yeah. rendered aid to one of the guys who got shot, right. telling his story. I'm not going to put words in his mouth, but I've, I've heard witness testimony. I've watched all the footage. Oh, dude, clearly self-defense. Clearly. But hold on, hold on. It's not just about Rittenhouse. Check this out. I got another story for you. You're going to love this one. Uh, uh. I'm going to love it, I bet. Elizabeth City Police arrest woman accused of striking two protesters with her car. She's being charged with assault with a deadly weapon with the intent to kill. Wow. So uh, she was uh, she was uh, taken to Alba uh, Mary District Jail with a $40,000 secured bond. Her first court appearance is the 27th. They say they responded to a call around 6.45 p.m., this, they, she, she struck people with her car. I watched the video. She was going about a mile or two miles an hour. She was driving through an intersection when the Black Lives Matter group started banging on her car. She then slowly drove through and one of the, one of the Black Lives Matter protesters fell over and injured her leg. This woman was now arrested and charged with felony assault with a deadly weapon with the intent to kill by use of, I'll read it. Two counts of felony assault with a deadly weapon with the intent to kill by the use of, of a motor vehicle. One count of careless and reckless and one count of unsafe movement. Remember Provo, Utah? Mm. Provo, Utah was where somebody was driving down the street and a group of Black Lives Matter extremists ran up and one person pulled out a gun and shot the driver. Dude, if a car is driving down the road and you run towards its side towards its side and throw and front, yourself into the side of the car on it. and fall down and hurt yourself, you can sue them. No, not anymore. The woke have taken over. Kyle Rittenhouse. I no, think no, no. A, As the person that throws yourself into yeah, the car, you can no, sue the driver Ian, of the car. It used to be that way, but not if the person is a Black Lives Matter protester. This woman has felony charges That's, too no, 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 because no, he's they, saying sue the driver. I'm saying as yes. you as the pedestrian, if yes. you throw yourself into a moving car from the oh, side, oh, 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 oh. you yeah. can sue the driver for hitting you. Right, 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 right. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Yeah. So uh, in DC, and maybe it's other, like this in other places too, people walk out into the street as an act of defiance and an expression of power, jaywalking, right? Yeah. Like. They won't go to the crosswalks. They'll deliberately walk very slowly across the street, strutting, looking at you, making you stop your car with your eyes, with their eyes in the middle of the street, right? And I don't like that very much. So one day I thought, let me look up the law on this, right? If a pedestrian is in the middle of your of your way to drive, you are obligated to avoid that pedestrian at all costs. Yep. That's the law, mm-hmm. right? If they jump out into the street, you you have to try to avoid them no matter what. Even if they're wrong, even if they're committing a crime, even if it's a violation, even if you're totally right, that's the law. I looked it up because I, want, I wanted to know. Yeah, no. Because I wanted to know. 
seems, in this to me, this is absurd use of that, perhaps, that idea. They attacked the car. Yeah. This woman was physically attacked. Fortunately, she was safe in her vehicle. In the video, I've watched it a mile an hour, two miles, just slowly creeping forward. Yeah, That's idle, it. Idling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, no, I, I really doubt her foot, her foot was on the gas at all, how slow she was going. And they were jumping up and down and banging on the car, as we've seen. Now she's got two felony charges. I warn this is going to happen. How many times have I said this? I love it. There's like the, the left likes to take select political moments like Tim's predictions are all wrong. And it's like I got a whole bunch. And so and you know it, Jack, where it's like we were right about this. Oh, yeah. I said, what, two years ago? Yeah. It's only a matter of time before the police are like, it's easier just to arrest the victim than deal with a mob. Yeah. So now you have a woman who is who is attacked in her car, fortunately safe, protected by her car, who tried escaping from a violent group of people banging on her vehicle. And the cops said, the, I'll just arrest the driver. Why, why am I going to support the cops? I'm, I'm sick of this. You know, people saying de- defend the police. Nah, sorry, I'm not playing that game. I'm not going to defend anybody because this is what they do. They seize your guns. They take away your right to defend yourself. They arrest you in your own home. And then you get Kyle Rittenhouse going to jail. You get the McCloskeys getting arrested and getting their guns confiscated. You get the guys at Attila's gym, the people who are going in, getting arrested by the cops. And all of these conservatives like, well, it's not the cops' fault. Whose fault do you think it is? Who, who, who literally went and arrested this woman and put her in jail? The DA? No. The DA said in an office having no idea what's going on. The cops showed up and said, we choose to imprison this woman for trying to flee a violent mob of extremists. Keep supporting those people. And then when you're locked up next, I won't defend you. I'll say, well, you, you like it. If the cops come in, if you, if you are walking down the street, minding your own business, and BLM comes and beats the crap out of you and the cops arrest you, I'm going to be like, but you wanted that. You support the police. What jurisdiction was this with the car? This is uh, Elizabeth City, North Carolina, where the riots are. Exactly. So the police have decided because of the Andrew Brown shooting, they are going to arrest the victims of violent crime because it is easier than dealing with the mob. By all means, keep back in the blue all day and night. And when you end up in jail because you were beaten up by BLM, I'll say, but you support the police. Aren't you happy that they've locked you up in their facility? It's what you wanted, isn't it? Oh, I know they're letting Black Lives Matter go. They're letting them throw bricks through windows and beat pedestrians and smash windows. But you support the cops' actions. People don't even know, right? There, I think uh, there was some research that just came out about Democrats' awareness of Antifa. None. Yep. No awareness. Oh, 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 this is, this is fantastic. See, I covered a couple stories this morning. And on one of my earlier segments, uh, are you familiar with Ground News? No. So Ground.News, they sponsored one of my my uh, earlier segments, and it's really a great service. This is not a sponsor spot, by the way, but I did do a promo spot for them before. <laughs> they show you the amount of left-wing and right-wing outlets reporting on the story. So you look at an Antifa story, and what do you get? You get a bunch of – you get every right-wing outlet covering it, and then they'll say left-wing, and they'll be like one. And then far left, zero. So, of course, the left and these, these progressives have no idea. They have exists. no. I remember uh, on the eve of the uh, inauguration and stuff uh, or Jan 6, actually, maybe like the week leading up to that in D.C., they were boarding up uh, the buildings again. And I went on Facebook to talk to a couple of my old friends. It's a dumb thing, of course, every time. I tried to explain to them that the city had been boarded up since May 27th and they had no idea. People that live in the city that maybe don't just come downtown, that just go suburb to suburb or the outer part of the city or whatever. They had no idea that there had been riots all summer long, burning buildings, multiple alarm fires, hundreds of assaults and felonies and loot. I was five feet away from people looting and they just have no 
zero nada knowledge or understanding. So when I come on Facebook and I'm like, actually guys, it's because these BLM Antifa folks have been writing all summer. They're like, you're an idiot. You're an ass. You're blah, blah, blah. You're the worst person in the whole world. And they unfriend me and they get all mad because you challenge what they believe to be their like perception of reality. This is the biggest problem is, 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 is how do we get people to let go of their ego invested sense of reality? That they've actually fortified with mainstream commercial news. They have no idea whether they're trusted or not. It just passively goes in their brain. They believe it. I'm anti-racist. I don't, I'm not a racist. It's all a perfect storm of, of trained ignorance, reliance on institutions that are no longer trustworthy or valuable. And then an impossible task of dislodging this fake reality out of people's minds. And when you try to, you look like the bad guy to them. Let me, let me, let me show you, uh, this, this, this from ground news this is really interesting. I pulled up the story about the woman in, in Elizabeth city hitting the protesters with her car. Now, which do you think it's left or right reporting the story about the woman hitting protesters? It's definitely the left and it's definitely framed as a vehicular assault. And you office. are correct, but it's not the far left. It's just, Center to uh, center left and left sources yeah. that are reporting this. Uh, the Daily Caller was the only right wing outlet to report this, which I find interesting because typically the right does report on these things, but they frame it very differently. Yeah. So what happens? Lefty people, liberals will open the news and go, oh, these people are hitting the protesters. These peaceful protesters are being run over. Huh? So here's what I did. I went I went to ground news and I searched for Antifa. Surprise, surprise. Uh all of their, all, all of the immediate links that pop up when you search for Antifa on ground news, right wing source, right wing source, right wing source, right wing source, 100% right wing, 100% right wing, 100% right wing. I'm not surprised. Oh yeah, Antifa's not real, everything's normal. This is why you see lefties and progressives saying Antifa is just an idea. It's why you get these politicians who are completely dumbfounded and don't understand what's going on. But you know, this is not a winning <laughs> thing. This is, look, dudes, people. I was doxxed by a woman who claimed to be Antifa, who had a flag, an Antifa flag on her banner from Twitter, who led Antifa meetings, who deliberately organized the whole operation to dox and get me fired. And I explained this to people. They're like, oh, well, I knew you were out of work. Oh, I knew you were having trouble. Oh, but Antifa is just not. No, that, no just keep your. No, no. They put a gun to my head. They got me fired. They root. Yes. They, <laughs> they ruined my life, literally, for a short period of time. Destroyed my reputation. Bro, but it, you Bruce Lee it. I Bruce Lee You I took Bruce, their energy, Jeet Kune Do, which, again, if you turn it back that, on that, if you do that, then it also means you didn't get canceled and it's not a real thing and there was right, no negative side effect for that. But it's like these are people that have known me my whole life, that have been to my wedding, hmm. that know my children. And yet I tell that like this is my personal real life experience. I was there, I saw it, they doxed me. This flag doesn't matter. Did you tell them with text? In person, man. Oh wow. In person. And what was their the response? This is just 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 this like opaque, like like film of confusion and disbelief. Mm -hmm. They can't process it. Yeah. Because if I'm right, that means Everyone else is wrong, and if everyone else is wrong, then maybe everything else is you, wrong as well. Do you guys remember that photo where all the people are doing the Roman salute, the Nazi salute, and one guy is just all frumpy, like, nah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. so that's us. We're the frumpy people saying, I will not salute. Not and those people are the ones doing the red salute marching through the street. 100%. They're literally doing what's called the red salute. I have. Google the red salute. Look oh, it up. Yeah, no. The Black Lives Matter symbol is the red salute. It is the communist symbol. The Nazis may have been beaten, but the communists weren't. Yeah. I had a conversation with my son just the other night. He's 14 years old, and he's feeling a lot of peer pressure. Uh, to do certain medical procedures that we probably don't want to talk about here. And uh, I told him, you know, son, it's lonely doing the right thing. It's yes. lonely standing up. And, and when, you're, when you're 14, it's really hard to do that. Especially when you're getting pressure from your parents, not me, family. Relatives, cousins, people in your neighborhood, your sports coaches, your teachers at school, the parents of your friends. Very difficult to stand up and do the right thing. I, I, I'm very proud of him. He's told me before about how during the, in the morning, during the Pledge of Allegiance, everybody in class just talks and like doesn't do it and doesn't pay attention. He stands up. He says he's the only one that stands up every day wow. for it. And so I know it's inside of him, but I know that he's struggling right now because it's really hard. It's really hard to stand up and do what's right when everyone around you is doing something wrong and thinks that they're doing something right and they're telling you that you're wrong and that you're stupid and that you're evil and you're going to die. You're going to die if you don't do this thing. Well, I got good news for you. I'm sweating. Oh, boy. It's hot up here, huh? From foreignpolicy.com, Blinken authorizes U.S. embassies worldwide to display BLM flags. That's great news. A new directive comes while the United States commemorates the anniversary of George Floyd's murder. They say Blinken has announced the U.S. Secretary of State, U.S. embassies around the world to fly the BLM flags and banners, according to an internal cable reviewed by foreign policy as part of the administration's response to the one year anniversary of the killing of George Floyd. The State State Department cable gives chiefs of missions who head U.S. embassies and consulates worldwide blanket written authorization to display BLM flags and banners as appropriate in light of local conditions. There you go. What? They're going to be flying... The Black Lives Matter flag at our embassies and consulates. This is the fist, the the power could, fist. Could be. They want the Marxist organization hell bent on destroying the United States. We are going to fly their flag. Who won? Hmm. Who won? Let me have over. Let me show you some. Let me show you some images. So here we have Black Lives Matter, and you can see the raised fist, the red salute. See another flag with the red salute. There's the red salute, and a lot of people say, "Oh, Tim, here's here's some Black Lives Matter." Red salute, red salute. And people say, oh, it's it, it just means black power. And I'm like, yeah, and then Nazi salute means white power. I don't care what you think it means. When the Chinese Communist Party swear in a party member, they, they raise their fist in the red salute. They still do. And so a lot of people don't seem to understand that it is the anti-fascist salute, just like the Berlin Wall was the anti-fascist protection rampart. It is called, that's what it was called. It's the red salute. And just because other groups have peripheral support for uh, communist ideology does not change what that symbol means. Like we mention this often, but it's, it's ancient Hinduism, the swastika. It was inverted. I don't, I don't care. It's a, it's a Nazi symbol. That's, there you go. It, it, symbols can be taken over and they can represent bad things. You're not going to come to me and raise your your red salute to to communist authoritarianism and have me be like, oh, did you mean something else? So now think about this. American embassies and consulates will be flying symbols of communism. Well, they can, right? That's what this says. They're encouraging them. Blanket authorization to fly the flag. So, yes, when they raise the flag, 
Blanket authorization saying if you want to show your fealty, you better step up and do it. It's optional, of course. Optional. If you don't do it, then you might as well be that guy that got fired from the Space Force for saying that Marxism is taking over the military. Yeah, I don't know where this goes. Other Dude, than it's terrifying. I am I am a little bit more upset tonight than usual because I just keep thinking about I read the text. Okay? The text says disrupt the nuclear family, disrupt the capitalism society, disrupt just deconstruct and and disrupt American culture. It's in the freaking literature and we're gonna fly their flag? Yep. What if, if Who why isn't anybody reading anything? These are the people who say that America is evil, is a slavocracy, that you know, whiteness is inherently bad, that being on time is bad, and we're flying their flags. I'm reading their books saying their words and being told that I'm the crazy one and I'm making it up while they're flying the GD BLM flag over our government properties. Yep. Yeah. That's reality. Mm-hmm. And I it, it just <laughs> Jack exploded. I just exploded. I did. <laughs> Sometimes I've just had enough. I think I'm a little emotional because of this medical procedure thing that people yeah. are doing right now and the pressures. That I think it's just feeling. the heat in the room. People, the people like, are it's feeling. like 85 in this room right people now. People are feeling and and it and, and the tension and the drama and the peer pressure and the coercion and the lies and the misinformation and the lack of effort and the lack of agency and the lack of personal accountability. And just pushing that all off on everybody. The whole thing is about pushing it all off on everybody. Right, we got to pop this zit. You know when you squeeze a zit and it hurts? This 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 critical theory thing is like a painful zit where you squeeze it and it hurts and it's sore because nothing's coming out. But if you get it just right, it stings and it explodes. And then no, back dude, to normal. It's, it's wishful thinking, but too many people are cowards. Too many And they're pushing them the wrong way. They're pushing and they're bruising it and they're breaking blood vessels because they're not getting the stuff out. They're, most people are. Are cowards? Yeah. That's true. Republican you, Party especially. It's comprised of like 85% cowards. <laughs> I mean, what I they, 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 well, dude, 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 Nancy Pelosi comes out and Kevin McCarthy drops to his feet and licks her, drops to his knees and licks her feet. Yeah. And then Ilhan Omar comes out and says a whole bunch of, you know, ridiculous nonsense. And Pelosi's like, she's fine. It's fine. I mean, the GOP establishment itself, especially so. I'm not here to criticize everybody in America. But the truth is, is that like common people, again, it's about where do you put, where do you put your energy? And in the past, it was made more sense to focus more on things that might be a little bit more in front of your face. But today, it makes sense to pay attention to things that are a little bit bigger picture because your family is at risk. Your family is at risk. This is not about different marginal tax rates. This is not about tariffs. This is not about contributions to foreign alliances or even oil. It's about the very fundamental nature of who we are as a country, our definitions of justice, our system of, of, of applying prestige and, 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 and resources. It's, it's coming apart and people and, are paying and, attention and, 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 and no one believes it. And it's also, for a large portion of this country, a question of your immortal soul, which is one of the bigger issues that I find interesting is that, you know, Christians are particularly inactive as well. And many churches are flying BLM flags too, like in DC. Totally. So they're adopting a, a moral framework which uh, eschews Judeo-Christian values completely. Yes. I've heard – I am not a churchgoer, but I have heard often uh, stories that the church has become woke. Yeah. Well, not all of them, but I a know, lot of but, them. But a, a lot. lot. In, in, in a way in, in that the institution isn't really a reliable defender of the things that we're interested in. No, the church is not. The Catholic church is, is a business. 
And it's a business that functions off of control. That's not, and they're ceding control. That's that's kind of the point. Yeah, I feel these, like these these are they're giving up their own moral tenets to a a, a moralless framework. Christianity is wonderful; it has a lot of wonderful tenets, but the church itself is a dangerous business. And there's a much bigger church that they're bowing bowing to. Any so, church. what do you think happens when they give all their power to an even worse and evil evil institution? At the very least, these churches gave us, you know, as I often cite, Blackstone's formulation. But the moral framework of wokeness is sacrifice for power. So you could be a good woke fearing ideologue and they will sacrifice you at a moment's notice for power. Look at that, that, that woman on the board of the schools in San Francisco, Sacramento or whatever. She was ragging on Asians all day and night. Why? Because they said to, because they said Asians were, were white adjacent and had power and privilege. Then they realized there was power to be made with the stop Asian hate movement. So they threw her under the bus immediately and she fought and she resisted and they canceled her. Because she's a bigot. I want to point out and call out some people, some shout outs, though. These guys in Loudoun County are really fighting for it. Oh, yeah. They're That's really, not too far from here. They're really, really fighting close. for it. Um, there's people Good skate park there. who are really, I, Ian Pryor, is leading a team of parents, and they're really working hard to fight back against this. They understand. They're woke. And you know what? These people in Loudoun County that are fighting this, they follow me. They follow you. They're listening to us. Good. What are they doing? They're, back. They're, they're trying to recall the school board. They're trying to get rid of all the woke stuff out of their curriculum. They're trying to their keep parents, right? Their parents. They're trying to keep like advanced mathematics and things like that. They're fighting back. They're so fighting these, back. These, these are not the people I refer to when I say most people are cowards. No, I know. That's these what I'm are saying. the opposite. I'm saying I want to shout these people out. I want to give them the recognition that they deserve. And I want other people to see acts of courage. That is an act of courage. What's happening in Loudoun County. Follow these people. Do what they're doing. Use them as inspiration. And honestly, we have to keep doing what we're doing. These people literally follow us. They literally read what we're saying. They listen to our videos. They take it home, and they're putting it into action. Kudos to you and to everyone else who's doing it I think it we both well. clearly like talking, so I think we're good. We'll keep doing it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, having, I'm having mixed emotions about it because about talking? I didn't drink any coffee, so I'm not stimmed right now. Oh, and you don't have that, that, that Biotrust splash. I don't get the Biotrust. <laughs> Thanks, Biotrust. If I was stimmed up right now, I would just be drenched. I'd be in a pool of water. It's like 85. So the power, for those that just hopped in, like the power, for those that just popped in, the power's been out for a while. Yeah. We might get cut off at any moment because we're running on multiple batter, like multiple battery backups because we're smart, you know, over here at Timcast. I just don't know what to say about this. Like I'm trying to picture a situation where this, we get this outer layer of crusty crust crap that sloughs off like the the critical crap that just eventually would just falls away and the United States is there again but i can't imagine that making it get worse it's never will been make perfect. it get better it's never been perfect it's always it, the, the fight that we are having has always existed civil rights the civil rights movement was a fight for individual liberties and you know anti-discrimination and a lot of these things were opposing ideology so america's never been perfect but the framework has been the best we've seen right. in, in history. It enables us to do shows like and so, this. And so, and we've, we've built, we've built up over hundreds of years. A, we've been getting better and better and better. We've had some bad moments. I think everybody really hates Woodrow Wilson. I think Michael Malice for the most part. He was like, that's, he, that's what he said. The right? worst Wilson? president of all time. Yeah. Yeah, Mega okay. fascist signed the Federal yeah, Reserve. Yeah, Federal Reserve yes. and all that stuff. So, so there's, okay. there's some, there's, some, we've been exploited, but right now, 
illiberal ideologues, once again, moral authoritarians are trying to seize power. And the, and the true individualists, the true classical liberals, those who believe in life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness have to keep fighting because authoritarians always want to steal power. It was Dave Smith said that, uh, that uh, Wilson yeah. was, okay. but I think Mike Mouse said that FDR was the, is the worst president of all time, which I was no, very surprised No, no, M- Michael Mouse was talking about World War One. Woodrow, Woodrow Wilson High School is my local high school in Washington, okay. D.C. They're going to wow. change the name to Ruth Bader Ginsburg High School. Great. He wasn't the greatest. Yeah. I, I, I actually <laughs> like that, you know. Do you like that name like change? Woodrow Wilson seems like a pretty bad dude. He signed the Federal Reserve Act. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Sorry, World that's War probably a better trade. Don't agree with her on her rulings, but, you know, Woodrow Wilson seems pretty bad. <laughs> Federal Reserve, not a good thing. Not you know. a good thing. So, and the Fed. Introducing Batiste's wet-activated and touch-activated dry shampoo. With breakthrough technology that absorbs oil and releases bursts of fragrance whenever you sweat or touch your hair for up to 24 hours, it's the ultimate hair care for girls on the go. Try the newest dry shampoo that's activated by you. Batiste, the future of hair care is here. Buy Batiste dry shampoo online or in store at your nearest retailer. Is this partly because the government was co-opted in the early 1900s by the Rockefeller? I don't know, but if you think about it like this, if you give everybody a voice and there's enough voices saying the wrong thing, then they can make the wrong thing be what's happening in the whole country, and that's what we're getting right now. So I wonder about the power of that. It's time to start beginning post-liberal, exploring post-liberal options. Post-liberal, but what do you mean by that? Post, post, whatever we got going on right now. So Mm. you think this is the democratization of communication has enabled bad communication? The democratization of communication has destroyed public residence. We used to all resonate together, mostly because we were on the same narrative. And that same narrative came from just a handful of people. Walter Cronkite. Or whoever owned a handful of yeah. newspapers or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Jimi Hendrix. Explosion of communication from the many to the many. And now we are no longer in resonance. And we will never be back in resonance ever again in the way that we used to. So, you know, what we really need is <laughs> maybe like uh, a, 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 if you're if a bunch of people are watching, say, a political show, it's live and they're. And mm-hmm. this is what we need to hear more of. They should share the link. Smash. They should oh, yeah. take the link and smash the like button. And then take the link to that show and share it with everybody so that we all get on the same page, start learning about what's going on, and uh, then look. That's, our that is not just a cold, shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> Smash sure that like button. Sure it is. <laughs> but I just got DMs right now from a parent in Loudon watching us right now, saying, "I'm watching you from Loudon. Thanks for shouting us out." Yeah. Good. If you share this show and share our content, more people will find out, and more people will step up. It's not a uh, galactic size exaggeration to say that you can help save the fate of this country by re- by sharing the show. Well, well but I'm, it's it's like that. No, much you could do it fast too. Think think, yeah. of, think about it this way: Have you ever have you ever, have you ever gone into private mode on YouTube and then like have you ever gone to like a private tab and then opened YouTube? Sure. And what do you see? Not you, me. No, you see a bunch of weird <laughs> like weird corporate YouTube nonsense yeah. and mainstream yeah. music. So regular people aren't seeing any of this. And if people don't know, how can they stand up to it? How can they understand why it's bad? So that means if you do know, just click share. I'm not telling you to go preach on a street corner, holding up a, 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 a I'm a gorilla t-shirt, being like, you must watch Tim Cass. You should be like, hey, guys, check out the show. Let me know if you like it. Just send it to three or three friends. I, I mean, look. I, and, buy, and buy books because then they appear on the top of the, the Amazon list oh, yeah. for regular people. So you've you've had Andy Knows book on Antifa, which is really important for the people who don't know Antifa exists. Right. You can get his book. 
You've got Michael Malice. He's got a new book. He and does, and yeah. Speechless by Michael wow. Knowles available for pre-order. Ding. Uh, James O'Keefe has several books. Yeah. American Pravda. Democrats are deplorable. That's also, also a good. good one by a one job. I don't know about that one. I don't that was know. not so bad. <laughs> not so bad. Democrat you know, to look, deplorable. I'm not trying to tout my show too hard, but I do consistently get people saying, look, this show's woefully unsubscribed and underviewed. And I know for a fact we're having, the, just like here, just top-level conversations with high-level government officials, philosophers, activists, academics, et cetera, et cetera. You got to share it. We got to mm-hmm. share it because we literally are all in this together. And well, we all have a part to play. Think about it this way. The uh, religious say you have to preach. It's you know, like a core tenet of many religions to preach and spread the word. And the woke, not only do they preach and spread the word, they threaten violence against those who reject it. So think about what we're up against. We're saying life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, objectivity, work hard, plan for the future. They say those things are bad. We're seeing the consulate fly the flag of Black Lives Matter. If you take issue with these things and you believe, no, 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 you know, no, 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 no. If you believe that two plus two does not equal five, then you need to start talking about this because they are teaching your kids, your, your, your nieces, your nephews, they're teaching them that two plus two equals five. I'm not, it's not an exaggeration. They're literally doing it. They're saying, they're saying math is a construct of whiteness. Science and objectivity are a construct of whiteness. I watched a video. I don't know if you you remember this one, Jack, where there was a science class and there was a woke person saying that the, the ancient African knowledge was spiritual awareness and it's equally as plausible as the scientific method. And people were like, oh, wow, you know, interesting. And it's like, dude, there are a lot of hidden truths that have been ignored and rejected that I can accept. There's like, we, we talked about the ant hills where they funnel heat out of the ant colony. And then, you know, uh, tribes in Africa figured that out and they could build, uh, you know, houses that were cooler. So there's a lot of things we have lost, but that doesn't mean the scientific method, a, a framework of control and discovery is whiteness. It's just like math. Yeah. Two plus two equals four. You can change the definition of the words. You can say flub plus flub equals flob. But if they represent those quantities in the same way, it's it's basically absolute. You could see how they might construe physics as like white power because the English Empire used physics to dominate the globe and established co- colonies everywhere. You know, Isaac Gatling Newton gun, bro. gave them the ability to fire cannons long range from their boats because of physics. You could calculate where bro. it was going to land. Yep. So they dominated the seas. Isaac I was Newton watching to the queen, basically physics. Do you, do you know uh, the, the Maori in New Zealand? They have something called a paw. I'm not entirely sure. I think it's called a paw. And it's a spiral fortress. And it made it very, very difficult for European yeah, settlers because they had to fight their way around in a spiral where the people inside could use spears through it. It was hard for them to take the fortress going through a spiral. So you know what the, 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 the European settlers did? Gatling guns. Invented in the late 1800s, that made it a lot easier. So just do, 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 that's, do, that's how Lagertha defended Catacut against invading tribes was by creating like a little catacomb outside of the city walls, and they could move walls, they could pull them up, put wow. them down, and trap them, and then use their spears. So work smart. My do. point was, if you if you you might assume that these technologies are like white because the white people invented them, but <laughs> anyone that wants to use physics is going to get the same result. It doesn't play race. Doesn't matter. This, these, these. Anyone that gets there on time and that gets there early and does good work well, is going to succeed. Thing. One of one of the one of the our, our abilities that allowed us to evolve was the fact that we can throw things, right? Yeah. What who, what other animals are throwing things? You see a Not huge too many. leap in human evolution when we learned how to throw. Right. Oh, monkeys throw poop. And guess what? And get well. 
We're related. True. (laughs) And guess what? And guess what? What are you doing when you pick up that ball and you're throwing it over there? You're doing immense physics calculations, right? Immense. So it can't be white power, man. And and you know what's really interesting is human power. Human power. It was it was the throwing of rocks, which uh, really gave us more and more power. So first, you know, it's like we'd hit somebody with, with a fist. Then we were like, I'll pick up a rock and hit you with the rock because the rock's harder. Mm. Then somebody was like, dude, I'll throw the rock and hit you with it. Then some other person was like, I will sharpen that rock, put on a stick and another stick and fire it at you even faster. And then eventually we got to the point where we were like, dude, I'll break up these rocks with some bat poop, put it in this tube, which is a big <laughs> long rock, and then launch that rock so fast, it puts a hole in your head. Now we've got full auto rock throwing. We do. do, 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 do. In groups, Just, and well, yeah, and not in America. Really good at throwing rocks. Not at in America, though. We we've been, there's no fully automated rock throwers in America. It's just NFA. <laughs> you know, it's hard to get, but to we get. we've basically perfected throwing rocks at people. Right, they're really good at it. Right. We've also tricked rocks into doing calculations for us. We've Ooh. we've shaped rocks. It's, an, it's a dramatic oversimplification, but it's actually no. it's actually <laughs> what a dramatic over like a, right. a it's, it's actually uh, opposable thumbs. And the fingers allow us to manipulate small things so we can make circuits. We can make robots that can manipulate even smaller objects. And we have an oxygen-rich environment that allows us to, uh, you know, create fire and then extract metals and other elements and... Yeah, let's not let's not forget the nitrogen too. Shout out to nitrogen. Seventy-two percent of our atmosphere. Shout out, and it doesn't discriminate either. It's I, not okay. white. Nitrogen I, is not white. I feel like I we have beaten this horse, this this critical rate. But it has. You guys are right that it has to be talked about. I just. It's not my, it's not my, I am I get perpetually stressed. amazed at the lack of understanding by the general public and even by people that follow me, people that know me. They, I keep thinking everyone knows what's in my head. They don't. Right. Yeah. It's my job, even as a professional talker, it is my job to talk, 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 talk. I feel like I'm still talking about it too much, but yet every single day I talk about it, somebody new is like, wow, I had no idea. Right. Yeah, every You're single reach somebody every single day. It's different than telling the same person every day, <laughs> yeah. which can drive them insane. It can, but you know, like some of my followers have been with me for a long time. They know, they know that I have to tell the same stories. They know I have to do the background so people understand why they're here. They know I have to continue to talk about all the stuff because it's important. And so, if you're really on the cause, Jack Murphy Live at Twitter. If you're really down for the cause, you tolerate some repetitiveness. Because it's say it louder for the people in the back. Say it louder for the new people. So like, This, this is one of the things I ran into uh, early on in YouTube that my first wrong assumptions were that most people who subscribed were watching every video. Right. And then I started getting too many of like, what was that a reference to? And I'm like, okay. So then I started making sure I would always do really quick, like, here's a catch up for those that don't know. And yep. so then, you know, some people were like, Tim told that story like five times in this month. And I'm like, because the average, so I'll produce, I think, what do I do? I'm doing like three, eight maybe 10 segments per day across these channels. Jeez. And then of that, that's every day. And that's Monday, Monday through, through Friday. So maybe like 250 seconds per month. And the average per- person watches 10 or 15. So how much are they missing from the context of these conversations? Yep. The other thing that's really funny is I get a lot of people who they're clearly only being fed certain videos from me. So the videos where I say something about guns, they get all of them. They're like, man, Tim talks about gun rights all the time. And I'm like, <laughs> it's like one, you know, once a week out of like hundreds of segments, but YouTube feeds you what you're interested in. So if you watch the videos from me about Joe Biden, you're going to go on YouTube all the time and just see Tim Pool talking about Joe Biden all the time. And you're not going to see me talking about Republicans or the GOP or whatever. 
It's just going to be. Yeah, Twitter does the same thing based on your likes and preferences. If you don't have the raw feed, switch that. Otherwise, Twitter is telling you what they want you to know. Jack, give me some solutions. Dude, okay. So I'm glad that you said that because I'm sitting here this whole time, and this is the questions I ask all my guests on my show too. All right. What next? What do we do? What do we do? And I've come up with a personal plan for myself and my community. Focus on yourself. Focus on your family. Focus on your brothers. Get with a community. Start a network. Become part of a network. Forget about the institutions. Build things of meaning for yourself. Ways to educate yourself. Ways to produce economic activity. Anything you can do to disconnect from the Leviathan. Maybe. Maybe one thing we can do is there's a lot of people who agree and a lot of people who disagree. And if, and if you happen to find yourself as someone who agrees and you're in the city where things are getting bad, you could maybe move to an area where people are more likely to agree. Now, I know a lot of people say they can't afford it. So maybe what we do is we start pooling resources together, get all, get all the people to live in one area and protect it. And then we'll just make sure that everybody gets, you know, some, the resources they need according to oh, their, to their needs and they produce according to their abilities. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we'll start from there and we'll expand. <laughs> Actually, it's a funny, it's funny that you should make that joke because with the liminal order, which is my all men's network where we're doing all these things that I'm talking about on the ground, liminal hyphen order, two year anniversary next month in June, Ooh. 600 members come join yes. us. Uh, yeah, we want to perfect collective action, but not in this way that has those perverse incentives in a way that's perfectly aligned for incentives using blockchain channel our economic activity in a way that produces economic activity that funnels it back in proportion to what you put in, not what you need or what you expect, but actually literally in proportion to what you put in. And you can do this with the blockchain. This is our vision. This is the future. We're working on it. But in the meantime, we get together, man. We have brotherhood. We have events. We have workshops. We work out. We're all in shape. We all squat. We all take care of ourselves. We all raise our kids. We're also creating memes and cartoons and hashtags and You're all kinds of stuff. supposed to raise your kids. Well, it's funny <laughs> you should say that. How many people have uh, given up that responsibility? Mm. To the TV. How many men? How many men are failing in their responsibility to raise their children? To raise them in a way that's productive and healthy? To not... Dudes, you go to a restaurant and you see a family at oh the restaurant. Gosh. It's a family of five, mom and dad and three kids. The three kids are on their iPads, mom and dad staring at the table. It's sad and horrible. I hate it. Those people have given up. You know, so when you, know you laugh, when you make fun of me and say, <laughs> raise your kids, that might be the most important message we could get out in America you know, right now. You know who's a good Raise dad. your kids. You know who's a good dad. Tim said I could yell, by the way, before <laughs> the show. Yeah, the mics are balanced now. Yeah, we're you, know, you know who's a good dad? Hawkeye. You know, in the, in the from Aven- Mash? In the oh. Avengers. Oh, from the Avengers. When he was teaching his daughter how to shoot arrows. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's good. That's right. right. Yeah. You teach your kids how to do practical things. Right. You teach them to, to you know, be do archery. Your, your kids are supposed to learn from you. Too many people, especially millennials, man, they're not doing. And I just mean anything. They're, they're not, not doing, doing anything. School. My son today maxed his squat at home. Whoa. Congratulations, buddy. Good nice. to see that. Almost Whoa. one and a half times his body weight. Four wow. reps. Very wow. At 14. Wow. Holy cow. Yeah. Kid's a beast. My daughter's killing it as well. My youngest daughter, she's killing it as well. And you know what? They do. They watch by example, man. Yep. We have a gym in our house, and I work out every day. They're going to work out, too. I, I may have asked you this before. Are they in public school? Yeah. Are you glad about that? No. Or do you talk about getting... Uh, if I... Look, one of the most devastating aspects of divorce is losing your agency and autonomy mm-hmm. over your parenting decisions. Oh. 
if I were not divorced and I had the right and, and, and the ability to just scoop them and move them, I'd be living in West Virginia, homeschooling them very easily. Like years ago, I would have been gone. Hmm. I am unfortunately stuck where I am given circumstances. Divorce, bad. Bad. Yeah, really. Marriage, good. Marriage, bad. What do you think? <sighs> Marriage done right is a beautiful thing, and it, brings, it puts you in position to uh, put something greater than yourself as your priority. The what mar- if, the what marriage if you, becomes what if, a priority. What if you just don't agree to get divorced? I well, you you don't have that choice anymore, sir. It's called no fault divorce, mm, and really? your wife can yeah. just leave you, or the man can leave you at any time for any reason, no reasons given yeah. whatsoever, none stated. It is a legal contract that obligates one party to behavior, and not the other. Business. It's all the things that keep this world turning. And behind every one of these companies is a partner helping to keep it all moving. It's why the local flower shop and your favorite pizza joint, the startup and the stadium, hospitals and hotels, banks and restaurants nationwide, all choose the advanced network, cybersecurity solutions, and round-the-clock trusted partnership from Comcast Business, the company that powers more businesses than anyone else. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Restrictions apply. Call or visit ComcastBusiness.com to learn more. And it was born at a time where you literally couldn't get divorced unless a crime was committed. Wow. Did you not? I mean, up until like the 60s or 70s, you could not get divorced unless a crime was committed. Wow. Because it's a contract with obligations. Yeah. Now it is a one-sided obligatory contract where the other party can just leave it any second, take the kids, and demand payment enforced by the gun of the state. Overwhelmingly favoring women. Yes. Overwhelmingly favoring women, like, for sure. If someone leaves you and you have kids, you, they can't just take the kids, right? Yes. How? What, what, how could that be legal? Well, they, the court they get a judge, with, yeah, and the judge was orders it, you. Was it 87% of the time? Some mm. ridiculously It's something number. like that, but you can't kidnap your own kids either, by the way. Right. So like you can take like if you have the children, they can come to scoop the children up from school and then drive off with them. You can't steal your kids. You can't kidnap your own kids. You can be in violation of a court ordered visitation agreement. But in the absence of that, it's whoever, whoever has possession. You, can, you can kidnap your own kids legally. I thought you were saying you can't like it's illegal to I, do it. No, it's illegal to kidnap your own kids. I'm saying there's no such thing as kidnapping your own child because well, it's right. not a crime. It, it is a crime. It's not a crime. There's there's no possible way, in my understanding, to quote commit the crime of kidnapping your own child. Yeah, there literally is. Yeah. So if you have a visitation, I just I just said that in the absence of a court order visitation agreement, you're saying like more like like morally, like I'm saying pre court ordered visitation agreement, can you just take your kids and run away? Yes. Oh, you can. You can. Mm -hmm. It's not. You can't. There's no such thing as stealing your own kids. Got it. But until you get divorced. Until you get the court-ordered right. visitation. Right. And then then it's in for And if you don't do it, then it's right. uh, um, contempt. Yes. Right. And so <laughs> then they put you in jail. The judge will put you in jail. The judge will put you in jail if you don't pay. The judge will put you in jail if you don't earn as much as you're supposed to. Oh, wow. Through imputed income. Yeah, there's, there was a celebrity who uh, was making a ton of money. And then his career kind of dried up. I'm not going to say his name. Because, you know, yeah, personal stuff. But it was, it was a big news story. This guy was making a bunch of money. And his his, his uh, child support and alimony was, like, ridiculous. It's like hundreds of thousands of dollars per month or something. Or, no, it was like tens of thousands, like 50, 60,000. And now that he's not working and he's broke, he's running out of money. Yep. So he petitioned the court for a reduction in child support with the support of his ex-wife, who, who agreed. He, he can't afford this. Please, court, will you? And the court said no. What? Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So there's a very, very famous individual, and the story was a couple of years ago. Yeah, the guy's cool. own ex-wife, who was like, they were, they were still cordial. 
Like they got divorced and they're like, okay, we're cool. And then he was like, hey, look, you know, I'm not working. I can't really afford to pay. Then she goes, no problem. And she signed a letter saying, I'm totally fine with this with respect. And the judge said, no, no, no. The kids have to have a standard of living that's maintained. So keep paying it. And he's like, but I, I don't have it. And they're like, we don't care. They don't care. It's Thanks. called imputed income. There's no mercy, no sympathy. Wow. Lost your job. Who cares? Got doxxed. Who cares? Got doxxed by a national terrorist organization hell bent on destroying your life. Doesn't matter. F you work. So if you get married, the government is not the parents of your children, technically. But if you get divorced, it seems like they are. They get to enforce whatever they decide by the point of a gun. That's it. And jail. So they can kind of tell you. But if you don't do what they say, you go to jail. Dude, if the mom and the dad can't decide on alimony payments and the, 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 judge the government decides. decides for you, yes, that's insanity. That's of but, course. Where have you been, bro? But that only happens if you get married and then divorced. If you never got married in the first place, the no, government can't have anything to do with not, it. No, absolutely not, dude. The minute that baby comes oh, out, boy. you're obligated to child support. Marriage is totally, totally irrelevant. Yeah. Totally there, irrelevant. There, there are people commenting. They were like, Tim got this story from Rogan. I got it from Reddit, actually. What story? The, about the, the celebrity. And oh, like, I yeah. mean, I saw it in regular news. It was a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But it's a but, common story. Yep. Common well, story. I mean, this one was complicated by the fact that the ex-wife was right, like, I agree. That's insane. And the court's like, we don't care. That's insane because generally speaking, the court's to their credit, are like, if y'all can figure it out, just figure it out. We busy over here. Figure it out. <laughs> and and who knows best for the kids but the two parents coming together into an agreement, right. which is why they, they always generally say, go to mediation, even go to arbitration. Just like get out of the court as best as you can. We got to go to Super Chats. Super if chat you me, have baby. not already, smash that like button. <laughs> I mean, <and> Tim. <laughs> smash the like button. Yes. Subscribe to this channel and share the video if you agree and you like the show. Then it, it, I'll put it this way. Do you think CNN deserves more viewers than we do? No. It, no, Heck Ian? No. no, I don't think they do. Well, then, then people need to share the show. Mm-hmm. They need right. to take the URL and they need to share it. That's the most powerful thing oh, ever. Oh, yeah. So, so right now, CNN gets hundreds of millions of views on YouTube. Hundreds of millions per month. Way more than me or Crowder or any, any of these channels. People don't realize that. They're like, CNN's ratings are in the gutter and they're all laughing. It's like, yeah, it's true on TV. But on YouTube, they get five times what Crowder gets. Wow. CNN. And you know what it is? It's because people share those links. You you think I'm joking, but it is. YouTube artificially props them up, and then regular people will share Don Lemon on YouTube. Because they do. So we need to displace that. We need more people sharing our clips, sharing Jack's show, buying books from people like Andy No, Michael Malice, and Michael Knowles, and James O'Keefe, and, and Jack Murphy. (laughs) 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 And and now we need to read Super Chat. Share it like generally, but also if you share it with like, a specific person you know that you yeah. think might like it, that goes sometimes even better or, than like a general share. So this is why we started the Facebook. So go to facebook.com slash timcastirl where there are clips that have like the writing and you can just click share. I don't like Facebook. I don't know who does like Facebook. Uh-huh. Who are these people who go on the Play Store and give Zuckerberg five stars? I don't get it. Old people. But there are a lot of people on Facebook and that's where they get their news. So if we can use that and leverage that to get people to come to timcast.com to come and watch these shows, we got to compete. Now, Ben Shapiro and Dan Bongino and Fox News do really well in terms of shares, but we need some balance, don't we? We need a real debate. We need more. So if you like the show and you think we do a good job, just share, share, share. All right, here we go. Spread here the we- base. Spread the basedness, fellas. William Leverett says, first time listener, long time caller. <laughs> I used to think Tim Pool was commie trash. Now I couldn't imagine my life without him. Me too. Keep it the good work, guys. Love you. Uh, well, you know, it was, it was funny because we did this video where I take the guns and we go, we got shooting at the range and people are like, Tim will never admit he's right wing. 
And then people were quoting me because I said, I've actually moved further left on the political compass test. Yeah. That's all true. But I'm like at the bottom of libertarian. And so if, if you're, if you're libertarian to the upteenth degree, it doesn't matter if you ideologically believe cooperation is better than competition because the, the underlying ethos is leave me alone and I'll leave you alone. So then when I see like Ron Paul and Rand Paul, I'm like, I like those guys because they want to leave me alone. Mm. And then I can have my hippie farm where we can all share and, you know, lay in hammocks and you guys can, you know, sell water to each other. Whatever. Ian's not even wearing shoes. <laughs> this is the hippie commune already. Not today. <laughs> not ever. Well, technically, ever. Jack, Jack's not wearing pants either. I'm not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And at home on my shows, I don't actually wear <laughs> I love the 21st what? century. All right, all right, let's more. <laughs> Harry Toe says, no, Luke, I puke. Luke abandoned us, Luke. okay? Luke got up and left. He's gone. Rikowski. You know why? You know why? <laughs> it's funny. Luke, Luke's, Luke's his, super, his like, ANCAP libertarian, right? But Ron DeSantis is running a good ship, so he goes to Florida. Rhonda. I have I have yeah. good news. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say on that front. Luke's trying but to come keep back. Keep your eyes open. No, he's not allowed. Luke. That's he exciting. abandoned us. <gasps> this chair is awfully <laughs> comfortable. Oh snap! That sounds like a challenge. <laughs> no, Luke's okay. Luke's alright. Maybe he's he out. and I should do like, well. Luke's okay. He can come back. But when, when he comes back, he's got to like we're gonna make him wash the floors for for abandoning us. Yeah, he has, to, he has to sit on the green bean bag for yeah. at least <laughs> a month. He'll be in the corner for a while. All right. OMG Puppy says, get a generator such as Generac fueled by liquid propane or natural gas. Yes. Brilliant. We, we, we have been down this road and there are a few challenges. First is, you know, the economy is kind of on fire, so it's really difficult to actually get this done. But we are, we are already set up to do that. There are other issues in just getting the labor, getting the materials, and it's taking forever. So in the meantime, what I did was, cause we, we've, I've, I've now gone twice to get a generator because I knew it was going to happen. The power is still out. So we got these batteries. They're awesome. And then I bought a regular gas generator from like Home Depot or whatever. And then while we've been talking, people have been setting that stuff up. So we should be good. But I've been trying to get set up with a legit home generator. It's not easy. I'm, I, I feel like the temperature in the room's coming down even. AC's a little running. Oh, AC's running. You know, there's, right. been, there's been like uh, – no offense – there's been like little stage hands crawling around this whole time. <laughs> Guys in black. I, like out of the corner of my eye, I'm talking like, what, what the hell? There's, there's like a guy crawling around There's on a the dude floor. doing the worm on the ground, like <laughs> plugging things in. You guys should have seen it though. Right here is like 730. We're doing the, pre, the pre-show the pre prep and boom, lightning, thunder, every, so like, power's great. gone. And in two seconds, man, team Tim Pool just <laughs> scrambled yes. like crazy. There's batteries all over the place. There's Daisy Chain to this. The computer's up. We got 98 minutes of AC. It's like Dream team. dope. They're like going through all the options. We can plug in the truck. We can get the generator. Where's the diesel? We are man, prepared. They are prepared. And we're having beans for dinner right after. It's great. Oh, that's just okay. beans. That's We've right. got a bunch oh, of bins beans. of 30-year beans. And they're dry. It. And vinegar. Oh, yeah. Ian bought a we bunch of vinegar beans. Vinegar to go with your frozen flour, dude. I don't think you got a Freeze it, by the way. Okay. We gotta. We, we should. Let's read. Let's read right, more. We, gotta focus uh, more up. Oh, we are a great team, though. Crystal Max seventy six says, "Hey guys, I watched your recent videos. Poor dumb chickens. the The next vlog coming up this weekend is fantastic because we got a new chicken, Dorothy, mm-hmm. and she gets canceled by the other chickens. Aww. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Poor Dorothy. Canceled. Well, she's that she, the white one I saw in there. Dor- Dorothy is a she's Plymouth a, Bard Rock, yeah. and she's older. And so all of the, so the, the chickens are basically they're xenophobic, right? Yeah. So they all grew up together, and this outsider comes in. She's like an immigrant from another farm, and they're just like not having any of it. So they're not getting along. It's really sad because she'll walk up to their chickens and lay down, and then the other chickens will all scream. Like they'll all go, Rawr! 
oh, then run away. And it's like she didn't even do anything, dude. She just like walked over real slow and went like, burr, 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 and then sat down and they freak out. Aww. Xenophobic chickens, man. She's sad. That chicken's sad. <laughs> that made me sad just Dor- now. I'm going to go say goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Better go talk to her. Dorothy. Yeah, that's right. Dorothy. All right, let's see. The Otaku Chicago says, Tim mentions Old Country Buffet. Me cries because it's gone forever. (laughs) Oh, is it? I don't know. (laughs) Is it? Oh, that's sad. OCB. Kay Lorraine says, Jack, feed the pup a teaspoon of colloidal silver. Put it on a treat and her stomach should chill. I've tried it with my cane corso. It works great. You've got a cane corso? Incredible. They're eating Jelly, dude. I want one of those. Beautiful dogs. Mm. How do you make them stop wanting to eat cicadas? That's the thing. She eats yeah. so many of the cicadas <laughs> oh that just the sheer volume needs to be expelled, I believe. That's really funny. All right. Yeah. Brandon Schroeder says, Tim, for those graduating high school or just looking for a career change, I can't recommend going to trade school enough. I'm a survey technician and can't recommend a better job working outside. It pays extremely well. Cool. Yeah. I, had a, I, had a, I have a friend who was very adamant about doing trades work. Not complicated. Not a lot of money. But his, 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 his mentality was... I don't want to dedicate all of my time to my job where I'm constantly consumed, body and mind. He was like, I want to think about what I want to think about. I want to think about music and games and sports. So he likes working with his hands where while he's doing just tasks and building things in his mind, he's thinking about the things that he enjoys. Like, so he, he was like, I free up my mind all day. I sure hope he's not using a table saw with the <laughs> No, it's like HVAC stuff. <laughs> okay. But I'm like, I get it, you know. I like, definitely dude, do. it's it's legit. Like I'm consumed twenty four seven by all of this. <sighs> when I'm not working, I'm sitting there reading news or talking about projects. My days off are now filming the vlog. It's just one hundred percent consumption of everything, you know. So I, I totally get that. Oh no, Comey says, I'll give another five dollars if each member of the Timcast IRL show kisses Jack right on top of his handsome dome. No. I'm on it. No. <laughs> Ian says no. Ian's no. already kissed me on keep, my cheek. Keep Who your cares? money. Aww. He's right. <laughs> Rob Lowe, Rob's Lowe says, David Chipman took a selfie during the Waco incident with the burned down building he in did. the background. Absolutely disgusting. No. Abolished the he ATF. Sure yeah, Chipman did. is the Wacko Waco. Oh. The, the, yeah. wake, the Waco right. Wacko. That's right. The Waco Wacko. That's the guy. That's, yeah. Wow. That's the dude. Yep. How many, how many Lowe's could Rob Lowe rob if Rob Lowe could rob Lowe's? He did it. I love it. No, I screwed up in the beginning. Oh. (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Buffalo Trace Distillery. Powerful yet smooth. Contained but never tame. Proudly going their own way, but never going alone. This is the spirit inside Buffalo Trace bourbon. Made at Buffalo Trace Distillery. The world's most award-winning distillery. Buffalo Trace is always perfectly untamed. Distilled, aged, and bottled by Buffalo Trace Distillery. Franklin County, Kentucky. 90 proof. 45% alcohol by volume. Learn more at buffalotracedistillery.com. Please drink responsibly. Nimitz says, Tim, bring up Chipman's Waco trophy picture. He Mm. posed in front of the charred remains of women and children for a goddamn trophy picture. I'm saying it's Darth Vader. Yeah. Is that picture online? Dude, watch, it like, is, yeah. read read the, the, the Star Wars Extended Universe I Darth Vader stuff. I didn't realize that he, I, I knew that, but well, I, I had forgotten to make that connection, that makes which makes out. his uh, avoidance of the assault rifle definition all the more galling, mm-hmm. uh, given that they were the ATF, they were there, was all about yeah. firearm violations yep. and very clearly. Yep. Yeah, uh, Darth Vader, uh, bro. According to Snopes, no, this is not a photo of Biden's ATF nominee, oh, David Chapman. interesting. At Wanko, three yeah. hours ago. And what and what did they add, like, dot, 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 with an ice cream cone? I don't even want to click on it. It was him, but he did not have ice cream at the time, so I don't trust Snopes. He but wasn't yeah, in Waco. But, he was in some other county. Yeah, but he did the same thing. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't I, I, look, I don't care about the photo, to be honest. 
he's the he's the eight, he, like come on these are the guys right all right john holman says canada is about to pass bill c10 which gives the crtc the power to regulate all online canadian generated content this also includes your social media feeds i urge all canadian viewers to contact their local mp sign a petition anything we can't let this sneak by well don't worry um, um you can still watch american content on youtube <laughs> for Dude, now this is the snopes yeah I mean, they. Oh, sorry, what they, is it? They, they, they regulate the amount of, of foreign content that goes over their airwaves in Canada. Oh, really? Yeah, because well, right. So they live next to the greatest content creation uh, society of all time, and if they f- want to have their own content, they actually have to put like actual physical barriers and tariffs, effectively, right. on foreign content so that they can have you know local Canadian content. So this idea of not being able to watch .dot com YouTube. Uh, in .ca actually makes some sense to me and mm-hmm. seems in line with what their current policies are. I, I got to read this Snopes thing. Okay, so said a f- the the claim is a photograph shows David Chipman, U.S. President Joe Biden's ATF nominee, posing before the charred ruins of the Branch Davidian compound in Waco, 1993. Miscaptioned, according to Snopes. The context says the photograph in question is genuine. However, David Chipman said during a hearing to confirm his nomination as ATF director in May 2021 that the photograph does not show him or any ATF agent. Wait, wait, that's what? their that's their response. Let me, wait, he wait, said, wait, let me see, "You got to look this up." In, yeah, here. He said, "Snope said he said it wasn't him." Therefore, it wasn't him. Therefore, the the whole thing has been miscaptioned. Oh, okay, I, I see, I see. It is a photo of someone of an ATF guy standing in front of the. He said remains. David Chipman said it's not an ATF agent or him, hmm. but the photo is genuine. Looks an awful lot like him. Well, that's okay. Well, so that's, maybe it's not him. Oh, there you go. All right, or yeah. maybe it so is. And he's lying. Him. You got to parse those words very carefully. Homework, yeah. All right. KD Law says, if a state does things to hurt counties and forces the counties to stay in that state, then the counties are in an abusive relationship with the state. The state being the abuser is forcing the counties against their will to stay in a relationship they don't want to be in and continues to hurt them. I agree. And they should be able to just be like, we the people choose our own governance. You no longer have the consent. Rob Graff says, you need an auto standby generator. You could get a 22 kilowatt generator transfer switch and install for less than 8K. Runs on propane that never go bad. Hit me up for info. We've talked to a bunch of people. There's two big problems. It's a very big production facility. So we've already talked to one company that said, you can't. If you did, it would only be for like one portion of the house. <laughs> right. And it wouldn't be the one we need. Right. It's not like you're just running a refrigerator in one AC unit in this mug. Yeah. <laughs> well, 22 kilowatts is legit. Yeah. The problem is we have, I think, like five or six breakers. And so they're like, we can supply one of them. Ugh. So we have to get a diesel generator, which is like bigger, industrial and loud and would be like a legit installation. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But we're probably going to do... uh what we want to do, what we tried doing last year was solar panels and Tesla battery backups. The Tesla batteries could last for four days on a large, for the entire studio, which is massive. The problem is we don't have the proper exposure for solar. So we, it was like, if we did it, we wouldn't really, we would have the battery backups, I guess, but we wouldn't be generating anything substantive in terms of solar. So it's like, Damn. it wasn't worth the money. Wow. It's really, really expensive. So what are we facing north out the front door or something? It or? is. Uh, west. Yep. No, it's facing north, north yeah. and south. Oh, yeah, it is be. north. It is north. Which means we couldn't get any proper position. Right, because the whole, the whole the hill. But if we get the venue rebuilt with steel, 
which we've been trying to do since then, which is impossible right now, then we can do a beautiful east to west exposure solar panel, which will fix everything over the garage. Yeah, because the garage faces east and west, yeah. which means they were, like the solar guys were like, "Oh, that would be huge. You'd 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 generate so much. You'd kick back to the to, to the grid probably." Oh. And so we were like, "Great! Next thing we got to do is we got to find a company to redo the building with steel so it can support it." And it's been impossible. Really. Just it, impossible. no labor, no parts. Everyone's no either overbooked or uh, uh, the the rates are uh, like we're willing to pay because it's expensive. Steel's through the roof and labor's through the roof, but everyone's overbooked or it's just hard to like. There's no one working, you know. Nobody's nobody's doing it. Dang. But we'll we'll try and figure it out. The other issue too is there's only so much time in the day for me to actually solve this stuff, and unless I'm doing it, it's not getting done. So, all right, let's read some more. What do we got? Team Buzzard says actual caliber of a 22LR for a Ruger 1022 is from 223 to 2255. That guy doesn't know what he's talking about, or he's just duplicitous. Hmm. Black Czar says today the trial of Kyle Rittenhouse was set for November 1st. Yesterday, the U.S. State Department flew Black Lives Matter banners and embassies worldwide. Tragically for Rittenhouse, he has roused the ire of the most powerful union between media and state that history has ever seen. Yes, life in prison. Smash that like button if you haven't already. Support the show. All right. Heavy. Awesome Human says, you dudes are clearly sweating and getting uh, red because of the heat. Here's a couple of bucks for a cold one. Thanks, Thanks. for the effort. I think we Thank do have some you, cold, cold bro. ones. The fridge may have t- lost power, but they're still chilly. Still the cold, water yeah. was still cold. I the grabbed The water one. was cold. Yeah. Thank you. Beers and delicious. Yeah. Sweaty. Therese Larfield says, yep. I was one that wasn't paying attention. Working, bringing up a family. I only just discovered YouTube. Hence, here, here I am. Love your content. Gen X, uh, AU, Jack is cool. Right, thank, thank you, you for Gen X full life. <laughs> These freaking millennials That's all around. Awesome. <laughs> D3FEC says, so the left expects us to understand the whole gender argument that was implemented three or so years ago. Yet they don't understand the gun argument implemented 250 years ago. <laughs> Sounds fair. That's yeah. a good point. Hayden says, just got my approval for a loan. For 40 acres of off-grid mountain forest land, seven wow. miles outside a 200 population town and up a mountain 13 miles from a massive lake that has a stream and a spring and 400 foot elevation change going to build by hand, but leaving Texas for the mountains. Cool. That sounds awesome. Congratulations. Get some satellite internet. Jelly. Earthlink me, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Starlink. I would say yeah, Starlink. Earthlink, yeah. I think, is regular satellite. Earth- Earthlink was like one of the first online internet yeah, wow. providers, oh, I believe. Uh, first oh, ISPs yeah. back there with AOL. Yeah. Netscape. C- uh, we got this one from CP who says, Tim, I live in NC and I'm about four hours outside of EC. I was reading local news about how the woman who hit the protesters has a racial criminal history. Look it up and let me know your thoughts. See, yes, she was reported, she reported to have had a criminal history, but... Uh, isn't the left supposed to be about Andrew Blake? What a, Jacob Blake? Jacob Blake? Yeah, right. <clears throat> criminal history. Criminal history. In the act of committing a crime, they're on scene committing a crime. All these crimes, he gets shot by the cop committing a crime, and everyone's like, "Oh, you can't." Exactly. You can't consider his past behavior. All right, Chris Van Derm says flying the BLM flag is the Biden admin counting heads. Minimalist UBI with a card that limits purchases to necessities and remains even if you work. If you have needs, you work for wants. Work, uh, working also grants your vote. First SC. All right. James Lamb says, Tim, we need to protest for grandmothers in solitary confinement for taking a police-guided tour of the Capitol. We have to start taking a stand before we continue to lose ground. Republicans like to use the language of the left. 
And that gives them everything. So they resist a lot of it, critical race theory, but look at autonomous zones. It's an Antifa autonomous zone. Why? Because Antifa called it that? No, it's a no-go zone. Those are no-go zones. George Floyd Square. Mm, no, violent no-go zone. Murder Criminal hotbed. Criminal, crim- criminal no-go zone. Yeah. Violent. Anarchic Murderous. Zone. Failed state. It's not anarchic. It's a, the authoritarians who have seized control. You give anarchists a bad name, Jack. Sorry. <laughs> I learn something every time I'm on this show. Yeah, real anarchists are the ones who are like, I'll leave you alone if you leave me alone. Leave me alone. You know, they don't want anyone to have authority over them. They want to be left alone. Just, As, I, just leave me alone. And that comes so here's, here's, here's what happens. You get these leftists who are like, we're anarchists because we don't believe in the government, but we'll use force to take what we want. I'm like, yeah, that's authoritarianism. <laughs> like, you believe you have the right to take whatever you want, and no one can do anything to you. Anarchists are like, hey, if you leave me alone, I'll leave you alone. Perfect. Deal. And then left anarchists are like, if we cooperate, we'll live together peacefully. And right anarchists are like, I'll just give you money in exchange. We'll trade. There you go. Everybody leaves each other alone. Until someone gets hungry. It's really just a scale issue. All this is about scale. John John Alexander says, I really appreciate your honest and transparent perspective. We need to get our messages together and out there to the people faster. Thank you. The fastest way to do that is if, imagine this, 30,000 people watching this right now. And and with all the views, we usually get like a total of like a half a million with live viewers and VOD. If they all shared it every single time, it's, 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 I mean... No one does. No one does. Well, they do. They definitely. A do. lot of people do. But I mean, like, imagine if every single person who ever, imagine if every single person who watched it gave $1. Imagine if this show was pulling in half a million dollars per day because half a million it's, people watch it. They said, here's a dollar. That's why the internet is so powerful. But they don't but do you, it. But they can. That's right. the point. You can share it. You can create a movement with one piece of media. The virality, but the potential to have not 89 even, million not, views is there. I'll say this, not even to me. Imagine if every single person who watched a Project Veritas video, because they get millions, yeah. just gave James one dollar. Mm-hmm. And Veritas, you give them money. You donate to those guys. I made that joke that James has got, you know, did too many spines. He's going to need back surgery to fix his back because his guy's spine's too big. So it really is remarkable to me that out of the hundreds of thousands of people who would watch a video, you know, if they really want the change, there's very, it's, 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 you, you, you barely got to do anything. Click share. Boom. Share does it. Share does it. Before I got into the YouTube game and started production, these types of pleas would drive me nuts, to be honest. Who cares? Smash the button. I'm watching a show. That's good enough. But what we're talking about here actually is about making societal change. We're actually trying to inform people to have better outcomes for their lives and for their kids. So do it for them. Do it for that. It's interesting and, new media too because pumping, pimping out your own stuff or pumping out your own stuff is like cringy. You know, that's why you have an agent when you're an actor. You don't want to go tell but, people, hey, come, that's the agent's job is to pump but you But this up. is culture war. But now it's like a different media. It's a different time. It's a different media form. You really have to kind of well, there's so, this, produce listen, your listen, own this, stuff. This is and, not a Minecraft show. This is a, our, 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 our country is on fire. Our values are under threat. And yeah. people say every day, what can I do? If you don't want to share this show, you can share Steven Crowder. And you can make your Michael own Michael Knowles. Show. You can share people like Jimmy Dore. You've got to agree with everybody. But the people who are challenging the establishment, if you're like, what do I do? Dude, if everybody who watched any piece of content, imagine if every one of Steven Crowder's viewers were like, here, Steven, here's a, do- here's a dollar for the day. I mean, the dude would be making millions of dollars per day. I liked- he'd, he'd rival Fox News I- and ABC and CNN. I used to do video responses a lot. And it was like, rather than share your video if I really liked it, I would respond to it with a video. So you would see a link to that video. It was basically like I was sharing it 
by creating something. Look, I understand that this content, if you share it, might get you canceled if the wrong person sees it. Mm. I understand that. There's a risk to what we're talking about. There's a risk to this content. These ideas are dangerous. That's why they're being suppressed. That's why people get canceled. So I get that, guys. If you're if you're in a precarious position, but just tell one of your closest friends. At the same time, you should make as your number one priority in life reducing your dependence on the Leviathan and separating yourself from the system so that you can be yourself. So you can live your values on a daily basis. Once you get there, it's like heaven on earth. I swear to God. Bliss. All right. Michelle S. says, I beg to differ with Jack in regards to multi-kid families not having time to keep up with current events. It's laziness. I'm a single mom of four kids. Yes, life is crazy busy, and I fall into bed exhausted every night, but I sleep so well living in reality and being prepared. Amen. Amen. And you're lucky because you found a straight, concentrated dose of the red truth, the good truth. Not everybody has that. But good for you, and we appreciate it. Joshua Vogt says, Hello, Tim Cast from New Jersey. What do y'all think about the cicada swarms coming to the Northeast USA? Been doing <laughs> pest control for about a year. This ought to be interesting since their emerg- uh, since it's their emergence time. By the way, it's pronounced vote. Cheers. We went out today, and we just had a jar, and we were slapping cicadas in like crazy. In 10 minutes, I had like 30 or 40. I just walked along the trees going, doop, 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 just a harvest, man. And then I chucked them into Chicken City. And the chickens ran in and they were just like slamming their faces in the cicadas. Cicadas bodies are exploding and they're just gobbling them up. And then the second time we did it, chickens were uncomfortably full. They were like, they just looked at them and like pecked them and then just like walked away like, oh man, dude, I'm too many, too much. I, I noticed the Great. sound like it came about a week ago. That the alarm. Wall. Yeah, yes. it's like this, this emanating it's gonna get louder. pulsing. Oh, like, yeah, this is nothing. Sound. I, I remember 2004. It was so loud that you was... Hard to have a conversation with somebody just standing right with them. Great. I think could it you, got could louder you, today. It's, it's going to get louder and louder until like they're coming out of the ground more and more and more. And they're mating and, time, and, and they're dying. They they only live for a few weeks to bang, to bang, uh, and then they have a bunch of babies. So it's going to get louder. They, and then they slither into could the you, earth. But check us out. Could you imagine being like you know like a native tribe, with like limited technology and communications, and you're like the first emergence happens when you're like two or three, so you don't have any idea. Then you're, you're 19 or 20 and you've got a family and you're like a leader in your local community of the small group of 100 and you're looking for food one day and all of a sudden you hear this crazy noise emerging and then it's just like for three weeks you have big baskets full of cicadas, you're roasting them and you're like, we got all this food, we're eating like kings. Manna from heaven. They're, yeah, for just this one time, 17 years. Are these the locusts? Oh, and then they're gone. Are they locusts? No, they're not. What's the difference? Locu- grasshoppers are locusts. So the locust swarms where they would come and eat the, the crops, would, would the cicadas do the same thing? No. Oh. Yeah, cicadas eat, they feed off tree roots for 17 oh, years. Yeah. They emerge, bang, die. Do they kill the trees that they feast off of the roots on? I don't know. Jack no. is saying no. No. Negative. No. All the trees in my yard have holes all around them where they come out of the ground and all the trees oh. are still alive. Yeah. So maybe they do kill them, but not, you know. But it's, they don't come every year. It's every yeah, 17 years. Yeah, no, they years do. They there are broods every year. Yeah, this see. is brood X. Which in this region of America is the 17-year swarm. It's the big one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so like in Chicago, you'll hear the cicadas. Definitely. Wow. They're all the time. Yeah. But the big emergence is like once in a while. Dang. Balthazar says, always great when you have Jack on the show. Here's some of my diamond hands money. Y'all should definitely come visit Texas. I miss Uncle Eddie Luke. I'll be, yep. in, I'll be in Austin later this fall. 
Oh, Ooh, cool. what are you doing in Austin? Tour, Liminal Order World Tour to celebrate the two-year anniversary, liminal-order.com. Scar says, Anthony Cumia, a radio host on Sirius XM, had an ex-wife with no kids and was still made to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars in spousal support. Wow. That's Anthony from Opie and Anthony. Anthony yeah. Cumia. The lifestyle to which I've grown accustomed. Mm. Now, there are, like, if you build a business together and she stays home and doesn't work and adds value to this business that you're building, I understand that there is a good claim there. But when the wife is working, she has her own career and she just wants that money. I don't know. Caper 2X says, have you looked into a Tesla Powerwall as a backup to the backup? It depends on if you can get it independently, but I don't, I don't think you can. It would be really cool, though. The Powerwalls are these big batteries. So we actually had the people come out and they were like, we're going to drop a plan for you. The, the initial plan they gave us was amazing. And then they came back and were like, after further review, we realized you could do like one panel. It was like few panels that would generate almost no juice. And it would take like a month to charge the batteries up. Or what somewhere. if we had just like six Tesla batteries that charged with the regular power That's supply? That's why I said it depends on if you're allowed to do that. Oh. Because Elon said that they're only selling them bundled or something. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's tough. And it's tough. You we can need, make we, those batteries. We need to get the garage, the roof redone with steel so for, for a lot of reasons so that it can support solar panels. I'd love to do it. It's just been, I mean, the economy's in shambles. Joe Biden's like dishing and making it rain and nobody's yeah. working. Gangsta. Track Media only says we need someone that gathers as a uh, someone that gathers as a job to take time to put together a cheat sheet. Things people can show others important points of how they are lying. BLM sixteen nineteen, etc. Have this fake info to use as proof saying all of history is too vague. Newdiscourses.com's got a lot of stuff like that. Yep. All right, we'll do a couple more. Clay Moore says, Hey dudes, had a theory been brewing for a while. It basically goes like this. You are becoming the NWT Canada, both politically and economically. Good luck. What is the NWT? What is Northwest Territory? I don't know. Is that what that means? I just had to write it out in this table. I just still don't understand. Shoop de Whoop says, Ian, what do you think about biphenylene? Phenylene? Newly found carbon network, which has a metallic properties. I've never heard of that before. I'm looking it up Ooh, now. Cool. Yeah, Northwest Territories. All right, let's see. Uh, Lingus Rob says, read Thomas Sowell's Conflict of Visions. All right, here we go. We'll do one more. Chucka says, first super chat, and Jack is looking jacked tonight. Nothing but a peanut. Is that a compliment? I don't know. Peanut? Jack's looking jacked. I'll take it. (laughs) The peanut part? I don't know. Dude, I've been following your Twitter. You're posting squat pictures. We're getting good. We're getting good. Things are moving, man. Been People working are encouraging hard. me to do the same. Summertime, yeah. baby. Summertime. Right. White boy summer. Yes. I'm now, now, going, now, if muscles, you, you know? if if you want to get to the point where you have that same vigor as as, as Jack Murphy, then you need to go to TimCast.com and become a member to get access to exclusive <laughs> members only segments. You'll be enlightened. Yes. Uh, we recently had to go through and re-upload all of our videos. Some got lost because Vimeo deleted our account. What? Mm, yeah. So we we went over the bandwidth allotment. And I got contacted by Vimeo, and they were like, hey, you're using too much bandwidth. And then that's a legit complaint. you yeah. know. So it's like, okay, I, I didn't realize we, had, we got way more viewers than we thought we were going to get. And so I said, Is it, can you give me some more time to figure this out? They're like, we can upgrade you. It's ridiculously expensive. So we chose a competitor. I guess they got really mad, and they were like, we're going to delete your account. And I said, I will keep paying, and we'll just have this as storage if that's okay. And they said, no. Rude. And then, boom, deleted 
So then instantly, without without a formal or a final warning or anything, like in 24 hours and 48 hours, I just woke up today and it's like people are emailing like, yo, the videos are down. And I look and it's like your account has been deleted for, you know, bandwidth violations. And I'm like, dude, I would have given them the money. They wouldn't let me do it. I I asked like three times, can I just give you the money for this? Because we're going to use a different service. It's cheaper. And I guess they got mad that we're going to competitor. Petty. Build build your own internet. But anyway, go to TimCast.com, become a member. We're now using a new uh, video player. and I think the ad ad blocker, is that still blocking? If you use Brave ad blocker, you might have trouble seeing the videos. No, I don't think that's a thing. That was the case a couple days ago. I don't don't think so. Really? I was having that problem. I turned off ad blocker and it It, worked. Everything seems to be fine. Awesome. Um, But uh, I guess if if that happens. Yeah, I turned off my Brave ad blocker and was able to see videos. I I saw comments a couple days ago about it. Oh, there you go. So uh, go to Facebook.com slash TimCastIRL. You can share our clips there to help spread the word and get people to watch the show. You can follow us on Instagram at TimCastIRL. You can follow me all over the place at TimCast on every platform. We're live Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. So we, we will be back tomorrow. Again, we got a bonus segment coming up with the power out. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Jack, I hear that you have a show. I have a show. Jack Murphy Live. We do a show almost every Friday uh, live at noon, sometimes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Also, Jack Murphy Live, youtube.com forward slash Jack Murphy Live. Also, Jack Murphy Live all over the internet, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I'm primarily on Twitter. But if you're interested in brotherhood, masculinity, and sovereignty, and you want a crew, come down to the liminal order.com. Check it out to your anniversary. Membership opens on Monday. Oh. Hey, you can also follow me at iancrossland.net. Uh, I'm at Ian Crossland across social media. I also have some music online you guys can check out. I think yeah. it's on iTunes and Amazon Music, mm-hmm. Spotify. At, just look up Ian Crossland. Let me know what you think, guys. Very cool. Always a good night when we have Jack. I am, for one, very excited about White Boy Summer, even though you might yeah. say that I have no right to be so. Oh, I'm the patron saint of White Boy Summer. We need I'm, you. We I'm need not a you. boy. White Boy Summer is incomplete without the White Girl <laughs> Summer component. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Sarah Patchlitz and my quest to have more followers than Sour Patch Kids. It's going well. <laughs> we will see you all at TimCast.com in an exclusive members-only segment. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you then. Bye, guys. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.